So how is everybody? Feeling kind of run down today. Oh no. The week's catching That's up no to me. Good. Fortunately, this coming mm. week will be nice and relaxing. No, it won't. Oh dear. Oh no, why? Hectic week. We have a writer coming to the school on Thursday. I have a workshop I have to throw after school tomorrow. I have a poster that I got to bring to the library in downtown Madison. I just got a lot going on. Yeah, I know how you feel, man. I've got a terrible week coming up. Well, it's not going to be a terrible week for me, but it'll be busy. Yeah, because I'm not in work Monday or Tuesday. Then I'm in work Wednesday, half a day, Thursday, and then off for a whole week on holiday. It's going to be terrible. Hi, John. Ah. John Mercer. <laughs> anyway, Ginny. Ginny, how's the house going? How's it going? Are you excited? I the, I'll get the keys tomorrow. Yeah. Oh, my God. I thought he was up moving in half term. Is it a um, half term down already? No, I don't know. I, that, that's what they said. But, like, half term's the last week of October, I believe. That's right. Um, that's right. But, oh. no, look, I'll get the keys tomorrow. But um, So you're in tomorrow? I will be in the house tomorrow, yes. Do it! Do it! It's nice. God, I won't be excited. moved in tomorrow. But I will, no, no, I will. you'll be in. You'll be in. You'll be. Uh-oh. You'll be uh, christening the place. You know what I'm saying? Hey, 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 what? Hey. Uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I, mean, I know you mean. I know you mean. <laughs> Make it a cup of tea, probably. That's right. Absolutely. Thinking, <laughs> fuck. I've got all of this to do. <laughs> uh, that'd be disgusting. Uh, a three-bedroom bisexual house share. Just a word. You've got to. You've got to do uh, sort out every room. You know what I'm saying? Oh, Stu, you know, please, I'm, please. Oh, 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 oh. <laughs> you talking about sex just is no. the most royal thing ever. <laughs> I never. I never said sex. Of I course you didn't. That. Of course you didn't. I didn't. I didn't. Wink, wink. Are you nudge? nudge? Are we yeah. ready? Hey, I'm saying, hey, what? Hey, are we ready? <laughs> yeah, I think we're ready. <laughs> Have you been a bit of sick in your mouth? <laughs> And welcome to episode 301 of the Veterans. Yay, 301, and we're going to have some fun. Absolutely. Although, again, I need to give a special shout out. It's time for a shout out. Oh, shout outs already. I can't believe we didn't shout out IP last week. What is wrong with us? Uh, IP is the man who single-handedly rejuvenated our forums, and he's an awesome guy. He's been very helpful to us. He made our Android app for the veteran gamers, which everyone should check out. And he's just a really awesome dude. So thanks, IP. He is an awesome dude. All your he is. An helping a- us Do you know? Keep going. I I don't remember him being in the chat, and I think that's probably so, why. Because he should- yeah, I know. I'm not not saying that's an excuse. I'm not saying that's an excuse, but obviously there was a lot going on and we were talking to loads of people and it was a long show and stuff. Yeah, so yeah, yeah, yeah. Apologies, yeah. apologies. Yada, yada, yada. 
Yada, yada, yada. Apparently, they never heard any of those jokes I made about you moving in your house, Ginny. They couldn't Brilliant. hear me. What, why to fuck no. up the show? Because I know. You know just going on. It's you, you screwed up bloody audio If you didn't shit. mention it, we would have been going into the show right now, you doink. Ugh. What do you like? Anyway... Uh, yeah, we're here again, I guess. 301 people. No one. Here comes the next 300 coming at you. I know, yeah. We're off to a great start. Yeah. Yeah. We are. We yeah. are. A new century, Stuart. It, it, is it? Oh, yeah. It, well, a new century for podcasts, for shows. Mm. I get what you're saying. I get what you're saying. Will right this 100 there. be as good as the last 100? I doubt it. Oh, that. I hope so. You never know, do you? You never know. Never. Um. I want to give a shout-out as well, by the way. I want to give a little shout-out. It's out. time for a shout-out. Hey! Uh, to Mark Green, who tweeted us and said, Can't quite believe I've listened to your show since the very beginning. Damn. <laughs> uh, congrats on 300 episodes and here's to the next. And I tweeted him back saying, You're some sort of masochist. You know what I mean? Who does that? Yeah, really. Weirdo. Jesus yeah, freaking hell. Uh, and I need to speak to Duke as well, actually. Before we start, I've got to have a serious talk. Okay, serious Duke. talk. <clears throat> I'm ready. Let's have it. Duke. Yes. Uh, we need to talk about your addiction problem again. What addiction? Well, to video, no, to video games, really. But one in particular. detox. Did I talk about this? No. Well, I should talk about it. I guess it was lost in the hubbub of the tricentennial, but the... Uh, Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday of not this past week, but the week before, I had a three-day video game detox because the weekend that preceded all of that, I felt like the addiction was controlling me. Like it was just like, you know, anytime I have a free moment, it's like go racing to steam, go racing to steam. And that's not healthy. So I decided to give myself three days off and it was good. It was very important. It was valuable to me. So And did it work? Did you feel better? I did. I did feel better at the end of it. And it was that thing of when I went back to it on Thursday, it was like, oh, man, like I forgot how much I love this and that. And it's, you know, it's that thing of you don't appreciate what you have till it's gone. So if there are people out there, you know, you don't have to do as extreme as me and go for three days, but maybe give yourself a day where you don't play any games and see if that helps you get some distance and perspective. I love the fact that you think three days is extreme for like well, I, not I playing games cheek. i know it's not extreme yeah extreme three days man Woo! Yeah. uh no here's the thing though here's the thing oh, right oh, this is the reason i'm saying three this. days without a cell phone would be, i suggested to some of them and they were like yeah. yeah right i suggested to millie not snapchatting for like two hours and you the thought i'd have asked her to chop her finger off yeah, there you go you always got to bring heavy rain into it don't you just do look here's the thing though here's the, the reason i'm talking about your addiction Jason. is because we thought like you know 582 five, jason sorry i will get to the point uh 582 hours on skyrim was a lot of hours to play one game well, didn't that's we? We just on that, steam that's not including the xbox and ps3 uh well yeah anyway we, if we're just counting Counting Steam only. Yeah. Steam only. Five eighty. What about it? Well, well, you nearly caught it with Rust. Now you're on five hundred and forty-seven hours of Rust. Yay, Rust! I don't know why you're clapping. That's not something to be proud of. For Rust, maybe the chopping of the wood. I mean, Jesus Christ, man! Hey, I enjoy it. It's fun. Do you know what the interesting thing about that is? What? 
you could think of how many normal story-based video games you could have finished in those 547 hours. So? I'm just there saying. It's <laughs> that the rust sound effect. Uh, um, yeah, I mean, I could. You're right. but And I will. You know, once Fallout 4 comes out, don't worry. Rust is going to take a back seat. But, you know, there's something about starting fresh and having a blank canvas and going out and getting my stuff Starting a little tower, making a furnace, smelting the metal ore. It's just, it's, it's health. It's, it, it's relaxing to me. Were you about to say it's healthy? It's not, Is that what okay. you? Right. It's very <laughs> unhealthy. <laughs> it's healthy. I feel so rejuvenated after I've built my furnace. Right. <laughs> but, well, but yeah. So I'm having fun, and then he wiped the servers every week, so it's like a new chance to go back and make something new and hang out with people. As I said last week, Rust is a social game because I hang out with the CMW crew. What, what? Although, last time around, they switched my door codes and they tore down my sign, so I was like, what's up with that? I, don't, I, don't, I know. I get, I get all that stuff, but I just don't get it at the same time. Well, if you don't get it, you don't get it. I don't know what to tell you. I just don't get it. I don't get it. I don't, I don't know how you sink so many hours into just one thing where it's actually pretty aimless. Well, but it's, it's you know not I mean? aimless in the moment. That's the thing. Is it's that that process of getting started is just I don't know. I find it really. I know it's something I can do, and I find it enjoyable, and it's relaxing. Like I said. Yeah, I mean, it, it must just tap into certain parts of your brain, I yes, guess. Yes, yeah. Do you know what I mean? And then once it's got its little hooks in, that's kind of it. You're just I mean, doing look, it. Look, here's the thing. The, it'll it'll fade. Like, it's it's faded in the past. There was a period of time when I was like, ah, this is getting dull doing the same thing over and over again. But as we know, I have a very high tolerance for repetition, so it is what it is. But don't worry. What's ironic yeah. about that? Is you've I've said that other sentence. games this week as well. I was going to say, you've said that sentence quite quite a number of times. Yeah, exactly. It's funny. Yeah. 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 So, oh, should yeah. we start talking yeah. about it? We have a story time. Uh, yes, I have got a story time, My actually. favorite time. It's story time. Story, story, story time. Good, I can eat my hot dog. And it's video game related. Oh, boy. So, you know. I know. I know. Hot dog. What's he made out of? If he's it's obviously vegetarian, what's, vegetable what's he protein. Yeah, there you go. Who'd have known? So no dogs at all. Ah. Ah. Anyway, here's the thing, right? Here's the thing. Now, a couple of weeks ago, do you remember I told you that my Steam link had been shipped? Yeah. Did you get it? You remembered it. Well, well on it's never right. simple. It's never this simple. Is, it's never this simple. Of course it's well, not. Well, well, right. I was tracking it, right? and then it went to Japan, and then it went to Dubai, and then no. I flew to Dubai right. myself, and I picked it up from this guy. I was tracking it, right? And it made that noise for the last up. two weeks. Last two weeks, right? And it didn't go anywhere. It just kept saying Netherlands. It's in the Netherlands. It's in the Netherlands, right? And I'm like, oh, yeah, dude, I get it. It's in the Netherlands. It every day. And I, imagine. I know. I was like that. It was like that. Ta- imagine. Click pay. the, click the tracking link. Refresh. Refresh. F5. 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 Every day. Oh, it's in the Netherlands. Ah, it's K. Did you check it? Did you check it, K? Stu, I'm not going to check it for you. But you got to check it. I can't check from work. So anyway, like nothing happened for two weeks, right? And I'm yeah. like... Have they really shipped this thing, or is it just a joke? Right. But then, on Wednesday, something happened. Oh, yeah. When I went on... I know, I was waiting, I was waiting. 
when, when I went on to do the thing, right, and I clicked on it, it went, it's in transit. Like anybody fucking gives a shit. I know, right, it's in transit. Yeah, they do, yeah, they do. Right. So it's in transit. Uh, but between Wednesday and Friday, they moved it from the Netherlands to my house. So I've got it now. Um, see, it's how long like, is the least dramatic part of this whole story for I know. Yeah. It's here. It's here. Yeah. But really, the exciting thing was that it was not moving. <sighs> I'm going to ban you anyway. for, for the next 30 seconds to talk. Okay. <laughs> let's, just, okay. let's just recap on what happened there. Duke asked Stu a very simple question Have you got it? And Stu said, Well, what I was doing, well, well. what's the story? I checked it online and it didn't move, and then one day it did yeah. move and it came yeah. to my house. It did. That's what you just said. Oh, that was well worth I've, the adventure we went on. I haven't got, I haven't got to the best bit well, yet. What's the best? I went to the best. There's the best bit, right? Because, because obviously it was a box. I was, I had it shipped to my mother-in-law's because obviously they can't fit it through the letterbox, and I'm like, don't know who's bringing they it. Where the mother-in-law's letterbox? Oh, it's bigger than mine. No, but they're in all the time. You see, they don't go anywhere. They're in. They're old people. You know, old people don't go out and stuff. Yeah. Anyway, right? So I was like, I'll have it shipped there because that's easier. Uh, and then they were going doing the shopping on Friday when it was due to arrive, right? So I was like, oh, no. So I went round there to house it in case it turned up. You know what I mean? Because obviously I didn't want to miss it. Yeah. Stu, shut up. Imagine it. I haven't got to the best bit yet. Let me get to the best bit, right? So I just said... I just imagine <laughs> Stu being like, "No, you don't go out. We need." I know, no, I try. I didn't try that. No, I was, I was gonna like, I'll come sit round. Sit down and shut up. Rubbing yeah, his shut up. the carpet, just all excited like a little boy, <laughs> waiting for Christmas to happen. It's like, well, here's the thing, right? Where how, uh, Calvin's waiting for the propeller beanie, and he goes, "I don't know. I've been disappointed for so many days in a row now. I think my expectations have just evaporated." And Hobbs goes, "Maybe the mailman decided to make a special second trip for today only, and he just deposited it in the mailbox." And Calvin goes, "Oh, I hadn't thought about that. Let's go check it out." He's like, "Your evaporations haven't evaporated." <laughs> Yeah, you see, that's what it was like. But anyway, so I sat in. They went and did whatever they had to do. Came back, still no sign of box. So I was like, all right, no worries. Give me a ring if it turns up. So I went home, and guess what happened five minutes after I walked they in the house? They called you, and you went, and you got it. Yes, they called me, and they were like, hey, you'll never guess what it's That is amazing. <laughs> and I was just like... And after you told like, them to call you, after you probably already told them that, I can just imagine you saying... Give me a call if it shows up. They go, they're rolling their eyes and holding the phone away from their heads. Like, eh, he wants us to call him when it shows I never would have guessed that. Yeah. And then he did, and did like, it. literally after I left. So no, then I had to drive all the way back to collect it. Well, you didn't really. Uh, you but any- just not collected it. Why didn't those lazy caught. asses bring it to you? You're joking, aren't you? Yeah, I should have gone, bring it round. What's the matter with you? Really? Uh, but anyway, here's the thing. See or drive or here. Well, you're so selfish. I'm starving to death because I have no food. You told me to stay home. So anyway, this thing is tiny. It's tiddly. Uh, you're supposed it, to be talking about the steam lake, not about your penis. Uh, uh, <laughs> it, it's about it's about the size of a wallet. That's about the size it is. Because I was trying to think tonight, how can I describe the size of it? There is this, it's about, <laughs> I'm glad not book. only did you decide to describe it in size, but then you <laughs> yeah. told us about how you were trying to figure out what to compare what it to. What can I, I compare it to? I joke I might make there about what you said, Stu, and then I decided to make a joke about how you said you were trying there to figure go, out what go. to compare the thing to. I, I get what you're saying. I get what you're saying. <laughs> um, 
but yes, it's it's about the size of a wallet. All right. So it's, I'm it's sorry. Kind of hey, let's look at a let's look at a pie graph, shall we? Percentage okay. of the audience who cares how big this thing is, twelve percent. Percentage of the audience that wants to know how well it works, eighty-eight percent. There you go. Anyway, it's got it's got three USBs on it. You obviously you plug your Ethernet in and all that sort of jive. Turn it on, uh, and it's pretty seamless actually. What was kind of interesting when you first set it up, it you don't have to log into your Steam account. Really? Uh, no, yeah. What it does is it generates a code. It already and, and, it, and it and looks you put for that into your computer. Yeah, yeah. It looks for computers on your network with Steam installed. Finds it. You click on it. Gives you a code. You go into put that into your computer, and then job's done, and it just links. Uh, and then it just op- obviously just opens in big picture now, mode. Did you get the Steam controller as well? No. Ah, uh, you're not getting the full Steam speed. No, I didn't. To be honest with you, I was a bit reluctant to risk it. Risk because what? I, risk the Steam controller because like you don't it know whether it's going to be crap. Yeah, I was like, no, I don't, I don't. Not for the same price as well. It was the same price as the Link. So it would have cost me double. Um, and the stuff, to be fair, the stuff I've read since then, because obviously people have got them in their hands now, uh, they're not. it's not that positive, to really? be honest. Mm-hmm. Yeah, a lot of people are finding... They, they say that they feel, Stew's all over it. No, what, the, what they're sort of saying is that they'll, they feel that they'll eventually get used to it, but at the moment it's a big learning curve. Uh-huh. You know, to, to, to sort of change. So I don't Steam. know. Um, but as far as the link goes, it's not... It's not perfect, if I'm being honest. Oh, why is it's it not, not perfect? Well, I mean, the first thing is, in the diagrams for setting it up, it shows both your PC and your link connected to your router, you know, via Ethernet cables. Okay. But the whole point of this thing is that you have it, you know, in your living room and your computer's in another room in the house and it allows you to play it on your telly. Chances are you're not going to have a... 20 meter ethernet cable connecting your computer to your router that's in your living room are you so that's the whole point of this thing i don't understand well in the in the diet when it shows you the you know the quick setup guide right in both versions of the quick setup guide it shows your pc connected to the router but my pc's in like a different room with wireless no cable in. so you assume that it's, it's okay yeah. a wireless connection yeah, so it should just be wireless, but on obviously both it shows it with a with an Ethernet. You do not it, use it with wireless? Yeah, yeah, no, you can use it. You can use it, so it does work. The diagram that comes with this device does not show your setup the way it actually is. Yeah, well, it doesn't show it with your computer being wireless, which is what you'd expect, to be honest. That kind of is the standard setup for these kind of things. Okay. But anyway, that all being said... <laughs> It works to an extent, but it's not... I'm going to put that on the box, actually. Yeah, it works to an extent. It's not perfect. There was quite lag. What game did you try first? Uh, I tried Mad Max. Okay. I thought I'll give a third-person action game and see how that goes. And probably once every... Probably three or four minutes, it would lag. Really? Yeah, so it was was obviously like it was buffering almost. Do you know what I mean? That it'd play for a bit and then it needed to buffer, so it would. It would and it wasn't Sorry, like... your computer to the Ethernet to the Steam Link, is that all wireless? Uh, no, the, the Steam Link's Ethernet, so that is that is plugged into the So you the had router. a cable going from the Steam Link? Yeah, because so, yeah, I thought it would probably be better. 
Correct, yes, via, via HDMI, which you get in the box. You get everything you need in the box, which is oh, kind of cool. So they give you an HDMI cable. Or to use a cable stuff. from your computer to the Ethernet if, or to the router if that would make it faster. Yes, I would imagine that would be the perfect Get yourself setup. a cable, yo. But not realistic. Do you know what I mean in this day and age? Because who's got, right, you're buying this thing so you you don't have to sit in your computer playing it on the computer, huh? right? More often than not, most people's computers are a long way from where the router is or the TV in the living room. So no one wants to run a 10 or 15 meter cable around the That's house the to get to the router. The alternative is to have it lagging every three minutes. Maybe I'm to invest yeah. in one of them cables. Maybe. I don't, I don't know. know. I'm not going to do that. It would be better if it all worked wirelessly, but. Uh. It, it, it does give work. me the piss when, when I was talking about how Netflix wasn't working on my, or Hulu wasn't working on my PS3. Because wireless, I know. I think remember you uh, chewing me out because I didn't want to put a cable on that. I know, but but the the other thing you've got to bear in mind as well is that when you stream a game from your PC, it's to, if you have like your monitor on or the TV that I have next to my computer, which I have it rigged it's up. To, take over that TV. It's, it's still running on there as well, so it's running on two TVs at the same time. And when I turned, obviously, without realizing that, I turned off the TV yeah. uh, that's directly linked to the computer, and then it did run a little bit better. Because, obviously, it's like almost like a, a massive Oculus Rift, isn't it? Because it's running on two TVs simultaneously. Yes. So I don't know how it so works. So what that anyway, means is it's... if you're going to look at your donkey porn, you better be careful and unplug that Steam link. Otherwise, people might be looking at it in the family room. No, it doesn't stream anything else from your PC, so it doesn't stream your desktop. It doesn't do well. It only streams games. Uh, but it does do some other cool stuff. It will, you know, like if you've got a non-Steam game in your library, yeah. it will stream those as well. So that's kind of cool. So that's kind of cool. Uh, but, I, I mean, I haven't given it a full test, to be honest, um, because obviously I got it and then Kay came home and I could only play with it for a bit and I'd have been working all weekend, so I haven't had a chance to really have another go of it. So tomorrow... As soon as my wife came home, she started right in with the... Turn off the game! So so tomorrow I'm going to try and play Borderlands, you know, Tales from the Borderlands. So I'm going to give that a whirl and see if I can get that... I know. We've had to get up uh, from the couch. Uh, so yeah, well, so I'll let you ha- I'll let you know how that goes next week. But uh, so far, is this something you want to play Rocket League on your couch? Yes. I, oh, by the way, I've got Rocket I'm League. I was asking Chinny. Yeah, but I was going to say I can play Chinny. Yes, you could. Chinny, is this something you might want to get the Steam Link? Sorry, I would, I haven't spoken for so long. I just put the microphone aside uh, and wasn't really ready to um, to really engage. Talk. So, um, am I bothered about this? Yeah. No. <laughs> he doesn't have a PC that game. Yeah, he anyway, does. So he said he was it. bringing one home so he could play Rocket League. Um. Yeah, which brings me to another point. He doesn't, point, he doesn't listen. <laughs> he doesn't. I am listening. What well, did you just say? What else well, he might start saying, yes, he, yes, I do bring a set. Just, you're going to bring your PC home so you can play Rocket League. Because that's dude. what happens when you get Steam. You're not going to do that, though, Chini. Oh, you're not bringing a PC home to yes, play Rocket League. I already I said I am. <laughs> <laughs> when did you say that? Last week. Last week. Well, 
frig me, man. We had a three-hour episode last week. Do you think I can remember you saying that last week? Do you remember week? anything from last week? <laughs> yes, we had on. It was our 300th show. She was like, what? 300 shows? Oh, my God. I won't remember one throwaway comment from Chinny saying he's bringing a PC home oh, to play, play Rocket League. Anyway, so... Well, Duke well, did. Anyway, Duke did. did. Now, here's a weird thing, though, talking of Rocket League. I tried to watch Chinny playing this on my TV Ooh, through the Steam. Yeah. The streaming thing is awful. It did not. Not only did it not work, but it crashed Steam completely. So it, it sort of crashed the link and lost the contact with the PC. And then I'm like, what the hell's going on? So when I came in to check on the actual PC, it had just turned Steam off completely. <laughs> it just yeah, did not work. Pretty frustrating. Yeah, it killed it. Killed me, Link, man. Uh, so I had to restart Steam yeah. and everything, man. So yeah, that do, don't try and watch people's streams on your Link because it just does not work. Yes. You gotta it work out the bugs. Work. I know. Steam so yeah. Link. So yeah. So that that's my story. Anyway, I've got a Steam Link and it's tiny, and as you can see it on the screen, it's very small. Um, but it's 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 okay. It's about the size I of a wallet. It's, yeah, it's about the size of a wallet. Um. If I had to give it a score, right, and I very rarely score yeah, anything. score it. At the moment, I'd say it's about a six out of ten. Yes. It's it's almost kind of acceptable, but not perfect. You're buying, you know, I'll, buyer's I'll, remorse, do you wanna? I don't think I've got buyer's remorse, but... He's totally got buyer's remorse. I'm going to wait and see what Steam does with it in the next couple of weeks, because... They, they put yeah. a lot of updates out about things. They'll respond to these complaints that people are having. Well, they, they, maybe not, though, because at the moment it's only like the early adopters, isn't it? I think it was the first 150 orders got it early. Wow. It's not officially out yeah, till November. The things they like about early adopters is they can get that feedback. Maybe I should. Totally. Maybe I should. You should get in uh, touch with them. Let them know how you feel. Yeah. Yo, Gabe. But like, Yo, Gabe. Fucks this shit. The only thing I would say, <laughs> the only thing I would say, the picture quality was excellent. You know, it did look nice on the TV. It wasn't like there was no pixelation or anything like well, that. The it way looked, you, you know, it looked... two minutes ago, Duke. He's still talking about. <laughs> I know. Yeah. It looked sharp, man. But I'm telling well, you, know, people the might question, be... then. Stu, next time you sit down to play a video game, are you going to play it on your TV or are you going to play it on the PC? Uh, no, I'll play it on the oh, TV. Okay. The, and and the, the only reason for that is. Because it's getting pretty bloody cold here, and I have my PC in the in the conservatory, so it's it gets a bit chilly. So you get a it bit chilly. You'll put up with the every three minute <laughs> bug. Yeah, I'll put up. I'll put up with the the occasional drop. You know, frame rate drop. What do they the get a little radiator thing for your conservatory? Isn't that a cheaper? Option? I do, but no, but it's just comfier on sofa, isn't it? Stuff's comfier, isn't it, when you're sat in your living room? You know what I mean? Uh, yeah. I don't know. I'll I'll see how it goes. Yeah. You're not giving me enough you know. excuses why you can't play it in your conservatory. I'm not buying it. It's too cold. Cold, man. And Warm it up. If you if you play, and if you play during the day, we've we've got a south facing house, so the sun streams straight in through the top of the conservatory see, windows. Do it, so you can't it's the way the see. house was built. Move. It's the house. It's the Move. house's fault because you you can't see the screen, man. When you get all that sun glare and stuff. <laughs> well, move Blow out. your house yes. up and then rotate it. <laughs> I know. <laughs> yeah. I've seen I've yeah. seen no. a documentary, right, where if you attach a load of balloons to the top of your house, it'll just float away. <laughs> yeah. And then there's the annoying kid <laughs> and the dogs, like squirrel. Yeah, there's a little, little fat kid and a dog that talks. It's all, that it's all happening. Yeah. It's... Oh, by the way, Chinny, 
I thought of you the other day. Don't do that again. Thinking of you. And, oh yeah, I thought of you because creep me out. And there's this really, there's this really crappy TV show. Right, I'm yeah. going to start this with this really crappy TV show called Storage Hunters. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I know of it. Storage, storage hunters. Where they where they well, plant very valuable items in storage lockers and pretend that it's complete it coincidence. Oh, what a thought. Well, on the, one of the on the oh, UK I've version, a, I, I rare diamond that was only forged in in the deepest cave in Africa. It's in this storage unit in the middle of Bognor Regis. No diamonds were forged. <laughs> yeah, but to be honest, right, I don't know how they would have planted what this woman. There's bought. no way they could have planted a chinny. Yeah, really, yes. not really. Yeah. There's only yeah, there was only one thing. No, there was only one thing in the thing, right? Uh, but, right, you can't it, plant them if it's only I'll, one thing. Right. I'll give you a clue because Chinny would be would would kind of I would imagine want to own one of these, okay. right? Possibly. I don't know. I could be wrong. Capacitor. It was DeLorean. I got it right. DeLorean, right? But it was mint. I mean, this thing was like brand so new. You, you don't know pounds. how they could have planted a DeLorean. <laughs> how could they possibly have gotten a DeLorean? Yeah. Well, why? No, I'm not being funny, it's right? But why? Worth. First of all, where would you get a mint condition DeLorean to from plant? Some weirdo collector who's got them for from, sale. There are no, thousands no, of these things. See, Chinny post that picture of like ten of them in a car park or something. That that there are thousands so. of collectors of these things. People do them up. Yes, but not like this one. Yes, it they was, do. It was. <laughs> I'm willing to bet they do. This is the same Stuart who was like, they couldn't possibly have put a bunch of game. game- uh, why would you let things to refuses to accept no but why would you let these people bid over something that's worth twenty five thousand pounds and let it go for two grand because the tv show is making them 10 million dollars in ad sales because people go oh, look at what they found by pure chance it's, hold on hold on hold on wait 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 before you before you carry on you don't think this is a little bit of a coincidence, seeing as it's going to be Back to the Future Day next week? <laughs> no, this was, I don't know. This was filmed you, ages ago. Do you realise what day it is next week? You do, don't you? You know that they, when they make TV shows, they plan ahead so that they film it before it's supposed to air. It's, a, it's, it's just even on a major TV channel. This thing isn't big, like, books TV show in the Dude, UK. Are you aware of what day it is next week? I am. I am. It, anyway, regardless of that, it was freaking cool as anything. Don't move on. Fucking tell me. What is it? <laughs> Back to the Future Day. Yes. And what no, does that mean? That if you hadn't said it, Chinny. It means that it's the day when Back to the Future 2 is set. Yes. Which is October 21st, 2015. And yes. so you don't think it's possible think... that they created a show about someone randomly stumbling upon one of these vehicles to coincide with no. that day? No. Really? Really? I'd find that unlikely. Really? You really that they just happen to be filming someone opening up a storage locker and I'm happening to find this car. That's oh, more like a, the network is like we're struggling for views. We got what's coming up? What's coming up? Well, Christmas is too far. Halloween is that? Ah, oh, we could do something. What's what about, um, Back to the Future? Fucking idiots, watch that. Let's put a fucking DeLorean in the thing and pretend that we found well, it. We yeah, great. Find a DeLorean. It's a great idea, but we're never going to find a DeLorean. Oh, wait a minute. There are fucking loads of idiots that do them up all the time. (laughs) We're talking about a shitty little TV show. They're not going to fuck that. has millions of people watching every week. It doesn't. It doesn't. Seriously, I doubt it. It's a very popular show. show. 
what's Say the what? name of the show? Storage Hunters UK. Storage Hunters UK. It's a very popular show. Oh. Antonio said Illuminati confirms. <laughs> well, I don't know, but it was cool anyway. It was cool to see okay, what it's Stuart, cool. I'm about to read you a headline that's going to make you shut up. You ready? Oh. Yeah, go on. I very I'm doubt that. This out of my ear. Here we go. This was uh, October 2014. All right, so one year ago today, this headline came out. Storage Hunters UK debuts with a bigger audience than Walking Dead. That was me dropping the mic because this conversation's over. I find that incredible. Take it up with the Guardian. (laughs) I can't believe that. Anyway, anyway, regardless of all that, I love the fact that you didn't think it was suspicious that this Back to the Future DeLorean didn't pop up at the same time. No, it's but it's just an amazing coincidence, Paul. Chances that they opened up and found the thing that we put in there. It's so awesome. Hey, you never guess what day it is next week. Back to the future day. Oh, my God. Dude, check it out. I saw Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer on TV just randomly on the 23rd of December. And what are the chances of that? That was funny. <laughs> they played so weird. Christmas right before Halloween. The, the, the odds of that are like a million to one. I walked into Asda and there were still little Easter eggs, and it was Easter. It's amazing. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> All right. Anyway, we should uh, talk about some video games now. Yeah, let's do some video right, games. Yeah. Yeah. What were all the things the fucking games? Let's do Back to the Future Day has probably fallen on one of the worst weeks ever because it's the same week that I move house, right? Uh, so you're going to be spending the day answering texts from people going, hey, back to the future day. Um, no, I'm going to go to the cinema on that day and watch all three of them. Nice. I didn't know they were doing that. I wonder if they're doing that here. They're doing that everywhere. Well, but that's just coincidence that they're doing that next week because, you know, they're just choosing to... <laughs> I'm sorry. All right, we've been having a good time, but I've got some stuff to do. She's mad. Should we get on with this? Yes. Yeah, let's All do right, this go first. shit. You can go okay. first, Duke. I don't All know. Right. So yeah. go first. Okay. So first of all, in Rust, uh, <laughs> the CMW crew, I go in one day and they go, All right, Duke, no talking. I'm like, What? There's like thirty people ready to do a raid. And I was like, ooh, this is going to be exciting. It was the most boring thing ever because, first of all, there was no way to tell who was on our team and who was on the other team. So, like, we're, we've got 30 people running around. they got, like, 10 people running around with AK-47s. Everybody's shooting everybody, and then I just get killed out of nowhere. And I was like, okay, I'm dead. End of raid. And then they're like, spawn back at the raid base. And I was like, all right. And I spawned back at the raid base, and I didn't have a gun at this point. I had a bow and arrow, and I'm like, I'm part of the raid. And then I got killed again, and I'm like, oh, great. This is – ah, it's just too chaotic. I was like, I'm I'd not like a to talk, I'd like to talk to you about um, Rust for a second, Duke, yeah. if that's okay. Um, well, I'm, as, as you know, there, every year there's a, a best of the – like best clips of the year, and it's three minutes long usually. But the um, – I go through them every year and I listen to past episodes and I pick out best bits. And it is astonishing how to see your addiction of rust over time build slowly and slowly throughout the year. Yes. And there is a point where you just like, I'm totally addicted. I can't. And 
and I, I was like, I was thinking to myself, is he, is he still playing it? I'm sure he talked about it last week, and you are like, it's you've been playing this game for a long. <laughs> I have been playing time. this game for a long time, and it's weird. The weirdest thing is, I don't do what most people do in Rust. Like, I couldn't get into this raid. I found it annoying and boring. I don't really murder people in general. I, I like I like to build stuff, but there's something about you know what I realize is that just as in Far Cry Three, and I assume Far Cry Four, part of the awesomeness of it is the fluidity with which you move and you know you attack the alligators or whatever you get into a car in a sort of very fluid way i think that that real you know realistic perspective of having the hatchet in your hand and gathering stuff and i don't know there's something about the mechanics that's just really appealing to me but after a certain point i was like you know what i'm 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 feeling a little blasé with the rust base building thing because once you build your base you know you're safe from people trying to murder you okay what else is there not much so then i thought you know what i wonder what other kind of base building games people consider to be good and i've played a lot of them right stranded deep and arc and uh savage lands and a whole bunch of others and someone posted uh, there's actually a r slash base building games so i was looking on that at the highest rated things and someone mentioned minecraft feed the beast and I had tried to get that running before, and I just couldn't get it running then, and I can't get it running now. There's all this stuff about we detect 32-bit Java, and you need 64-bit Java and all this. And there's all these different files, and I'm like, I can't make heads or tails of any of that. So I was like, whatever. But then – and talk about games that I'm addicted to. Someone po- – I've played Skyrim for 1,000 hours as we established earlier in this episode, right? Yeah, Someone posted a link to a mod I had never heard of. It's called Tundra Defense. It's a play on tower defense. And it's like, it's base building in Skyrim. It's like you're crafting a little town. It's awesome. You start Uh-oh. with a cabin. Actually, you start with the water well, like in the center of Whiterun. And then you you can build a shop and you could build an armory or a barracks so then you can get guards in to help you deal with raids and there are these and the cool thing about it is that every once in a while it'll just trigger a bandit raid or a dragger raid or a dragon attack or whatever and it's just i don't know like you're not actually harvesting the wood and stuff the way you do in rust but everything else is it's pretty cool and uh yeah it's pretty ridiculous but it's fun so is it the, is it essentially <laughs> rust in Skyrim? Is that what kind of, except instead of gathering materials, you're just buying all the things you need. So it's more like a Sim City type of thing, except you're you're right there in the middle of everything, you know. But you can, I mean, it's impressive what they've got in here. You can rotate the things that you're placing, and you can move them away or move them closer. And you set up these four posts uh, that are your sort of like boundary spots, like they create a box around your little village. And then when you hire guards, they'll walk from one post to another. So they'll, like, patrol the perimeter. And if anything tries to get in, you know, a saber-toothed tiger or, you know, dragon or whatever, they'll attack it. And you can give – you can buy upgrades to give your guards better gear. And like I said, you have to, uh, you know, repel bandit attacks or whatever. So it's a pretty cool mod. And, um, yeah, I'm surprised I've never heard of it. So I'm I'm guessing this is still single-player only, then, is it? Yes. Yeah, so it's not. Yeah, so it's not like there's other people. I mean, do you think that makes a difference? Oh yeah, though? it's not as exciting as if you had a horde mode with other friends and stuff. That would be even better. But I mean, you know, whatever. Skyrim has always been a first-person or single-player story, and it's always probably going to be so. Mm. It's yeah. all. 
Yeah, I guess what whatever mods they allow, they'll never allow you to put more people in the same like the same game. Never I say guess. never, but I, I can't imagine how you do it. I mean, they did it with GTA San Andreas, so who knows? Maybe someone will figure it out at some point. But no, I'm sure they could probably figure it out, but I don't think that Bethesda would allow them to. Well, do. we'll see. But anyway, so that's Skyrim Tundra Defense. I'm having a lot of fun with it. It's really cool. I would love it if you could, like, yeah, chop down trees and stuff, but I think that's obviously going to be a whole new, different ball of wax, and I'm not expecting so it anytime. This isn't going to replace Rust anytime soon. No, it's not. Um, there's some things that it scratches the same itch, but, I mean, you know, of course, when Fallout comes out, I don't think you're going to be chopping down trees in Fallout, but you are going to be scavenging for supplies, and then you use that to build your little base and stuff. So that'll be cool. I'm looking forward to that, part of that. Yeah, not long now. Not now. Long. Three yeah. weeks or something. Um, yeah. I had bought a game on a Steam sale a couple weeks back called Finders, and I finally fired that up. And this is a very casual, uh, again, kind of a sim-type game where you have people who have crashed in a, I don't know, cliffside or whatever, and you have to start by... And it's all just clicking on stuff. It was quite clearly made for the iPad or whatever. And so you just click on a person to heal. You know, you have one person who's able to move around, and you click on the person that's wounded in order to heal them up, and then those two can go around and chop wood or gather rocks or whatever. And eventually you need to get mushrooms, and you need to build tents, and you need to, you know, then you can make better tools and the rest of it, rest of it. Um, it's a nice, you know, it was very cheap. It was only like a dollar or two, and it's a cute little high <laughs> dick butt. Uh, it's a cute little, um, you know, sim management game. There's really, I don't think there's any way to lose at it. So it's just about tapping on stuff. Um, it's not very deep, but eh, it's kind of cute. I don't know if people find it for sale cheap. I can't say anything bad about it, uh, but it's not a great game. So eh, finders is okay. Yeah. I, it does look like it was made for like tablets, Definitely. doesn't it? And, you know, if, yeah. if, if for for being that kind of game, it's decent. I think I'd probably enjoy it more if I was playing it on a tablet, but whatever. It's all right. Is it just like a city, well, village or tribe building yeah. game? Is that yeah. pretty much it? It's like if Banished yeah. wasn't so complicated, which it's really not, but you know, compared to this, it is. And then, but that's, I think, a lot more than Eternal Winter, because Eternal Winter is another game that I also bought for very cheap on a recent Steam week-long sale, and... I don't really have anything good to say about Eternal Winter because it's really, really, really not finished. You that it's it's sort of again it's it's actually I think Eternal Winter is kind of trying to be the kind of game that Tundra Defense is in that you will have people so there's like you're going to get attacked but in the case of Eternal Winter you're not attacked by monsters you're attacked by the weather so there are storms so the, so just just to clarify this is a uh, I'm looking at it now first person sort of looks a bit like Rust but shell shaded yeah and yeah. It's all in the winter. It's all snow and exactly. walls and, and stuff. And you can't chop down the trees. That's the other thing. Like, you have an axe, and maybe I just couldn't figure it out, but the game is really not very intuitive. Um, you have to take care of your dogs, and I think they have a good plan for what the game is going to be, but it's early access, so very little of it is implemented so far. But a lot of the reviews were like, yeah, they've got a lot of content in here and blah, blah, blah. It's possible. I just didn't figure out how to do it, but... You know, you have to take care of your dogs and your sled, and you have to run around and find food and all this. Um, it, there's another game called The Long Dark, which is sort of along these lines, except you're on foot. And I, I, this game looked like it had, you know, different things in it because you're taking care of your dogs and stuff. But the world is really barren, and the mechanics aren't very good. 
So I'm hoping they improve it because I think there's a lot of potential. You know, you have to place certain buildings and they'll help to heal the villagers and whatever. But right now, Eternal Winter really isn't that impressive. So I can't encourage people to run right out and get it. Right. Mm. Okie dokie. And then there's Undertale. Oh. Don't even. Don't. Don't even. Look, if you haven't got anything good to say, don't say it. Well, what? what? That's, that's ridiculous. Yeah, that's totally... That's ridiculous. Uh, especially because you, Stuart Fowler, made a huge big deal over the fact that this has a 98% Metacritic rating and everybody on yes. Steam just loves True. it to pieces. And you're right, they because did. everybody on Steam does love it to pieces. And there's thousands and thousands of people in r slash Undertale. And it's the same guy who did some big mod for Earthbound or whatever it is. And... You know, I'm as I said last week, Amras is the nicest guy in the world, and he gifted it to me, and I really appreciate that. The problem is that this game is a piece of shit. It you know, sucks. I know. It's so I have bad. Nothing to say. I can't believe anybody likes this. It's not that it's just not my cup of tea. It, this <laughs> is an objective turd in a bowl of dog piss, and it's like, why is anybody into this? It's like. At one point, Chinny, it goes, okay, first of all, the the graphics, what, I don't even care about the graphics, because graphics aren't everything, as I said last week, and, the, you know, graphics are not great, whatever, I'm okay with No, you like graphics. to the moon, you like to the moon, man. Yeah, but I wasn't cheering about the graphics in that game. That's what I mean, but you like to the moon, and that doesn't have decent right. graphics that's either. what I'm saying, I don't really care about graphics all that much, but... At least to the moon has a consistency in its graphics. In this game, as you can see on the stream, it's got this cute little opening sequence, and then suddenly it's like, you know, a first-generation NES game, and then it's it's this weird, scratchy drawing thing. It just feels like it bounces all over the place with the graphic style. But that's not the part that makes me angry, because the gameplay is what <laughs> really makes me angry, and the gameplay sucks. You'll meet a... Okay, Why? I'm about to tell you. Chinny, you tell me if this sounds good. First of all, you're walking all over these different maps. And suddenly, for no reason, a little hole opens underneath you. And then you fall down to a lower level. And then you have to okay. go around and go up to the stairs and then get back up to the level. And then go a little bit to the below the spot where you fell. Oh, you fell through again. And don't forget, because this is randomized combat, every once in a while, and you get into a fight. All while you're trying to get back and figure your way through okay. this stupid maze. Can't can I can I stop you the there? Can I stop you there for one sure. second? Because the party game you're talking about is a puzzle. Yes. That's if you look on the wall, there's a sign that says, don't walk on the leaves. And the room that you're falling below is a mirror image of the room above. And where the leaves are is where you fall yes. through. So if you follow the path... Then you get to right. the exit. Now, that would be great if I were going to draw a map of those leaves and then not walk on it. It's not that. Get away with you. It's a little U-shape. It's not difficult to walk along I'm the path. I'm glad that it wasn't difficult for you. I found it infuriating to try to do that <laughs> part of it. And every time I fell through, uh, another fight. And you have to understand, Chinny, this combat is not, first of all, I guess I wasn't supposed to know because everyone's like, oh, your friend shouldn't have told you that. Your friend shouldn't have told you that. That you're better off not fighting things because I was like, okay, I won't fight things. And then what can you do? I swear to God, I'm not making this up. I mean, I, I'm paraphrasing. I don't remember the exact 
dialogue they used. Hang on. Hey, don't forget to pet the dog. What? <laughs> You've got to pet it. Yeah. It says... <laughs> Oh, small. So you enter combat, and it'll be like the small dog is barking excitedly, and then it goes to this thing where you have a little heart in a box, and it spits these white things at you. And every monster spits different white things at you. Sometimes they're bigger white things, sometimes they're smaller white things, and they can take away your life force. And you just have to move the heart around so that you don't get hurt too bad. And then it goes, okay, here are your options: uh, compliment, check, taunt. Uh, sing or whatever and they're always different for every monster there's a different set of random verbs that you can choose from check is always there so you can see how many hit points it has or whatever so you choose taunt or whatever and it goes you pet the small dog which excites him and then you have more of the combat and then it goes taunt check compliment saying and you go i don't know compliment and then it says you tell the small dog he looks good this makes the small dog excited and then you have more combat isn't this putting you to sleep chinny it's so random it's like what that none of it makes any <laughs> sense and eventually you click some things and it goes the small dog smells weird and then you go taunt and then it goes you win and you're like what the fuck just happened <laughs> makes no sense and People I keep mean, going, uh, oh, well, you know, every you get to the end and you realize every choice you made has an impact. And let me ask you this. Those of you who are yelling at your iPods right now and being like, Duke's not being fair. He's just a hater. Let me ask you this. And Stu, you, have you finished this game yet? Uh, not yet. I'm a good okay, way well, maybe in, you, I'm probably about maybe four or five hours up later it. on because Amras goes, I was like, dude, I don't know about this game. And he was like, uh, wait till you meet the skeletons. Everything will change when you meet the skeletons. It, it is funny. The I find the skeletons annoying. All their jokes I saw coming a <laughs> mile away. And it was like, my brother. And when he's talking, it's like, and then the other skeleton's like, and so he goes, I swear to God, Chinny, I'm not making this up. He goes, at one point, he goes, he'll never get past this trap. And then he goes, or this, he'll never solve this puzzle. And then you go, and it's a piece of paper on the ground, and you click it, and it goes, Junior Jumble. And then his, his brother's like, you idiot. Of course he solved that. The Junior Jumble's the easiest one in the world. And he goes, nah, crossword puzzles are easier. And they go, what do you think, human? Is Junior Jumble easier, or is the crossword puzzle easier? Chinny, what would you answer for that question? <laughs> I don't know. Right. So you pick one at random. And let me ask you this, Stu. Has that it's a joke. It's just a joke. That... <laughs> Why are you getting so wet up about a joke in a uh, game? That was a joke? <laughs> it's just a joke. Oh, no, excuse me while I wipe <laughs> What? Oh. What planet are you on? Look, I'm it's a, to it's a funny no, game. It's a funny hey, game, man. I'm willing to admit when it comes to the humor of games, sometimes it's just not my cup of tea. I will happily accept that when it comes to the humor of this game, it's just a matter of, look, I like spicy food. You like salty food. Okay, that's just a difference in our tastes. Okay. But when it comes to everything else in the game, it's not a matter of personal preference. It's a matter of it sucking donkey eggs. It doesn't. It does. No, I'm sorry. That isn't. Games. Look, so I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Duke, right? And I know very, what you're again, saying. I'm sorry to Amras because he's very nice. Do me a favor, people. Look, do me a favor because I hate doing this when someone was nice enough to gift me a game. I feel like I shouldn't tell the truth or go over the top. But don't buy me games unless they're on my wish list, people. Please. I just You put me in a really weird spot when that happens. 
Um, Your, Anto- Antonio wants to know uh, which one angered you more, this game or Heavy Rain? I'm having trouble making up my mind about that, to be honest. I think the difference is this time I was able to go, you know what? I'm done. I'm stopping after an hour. After what, playing this game for one hour and after doing what Amras asked me, just wait till you get to the skeletons. I did. And now I get to say... I just want to say, fuck this game. I'm done. I mean, I, look... I don't know what to say. I'm enjoying it. I find it very funny. And I like the story. I think it's kind of cool what they're doing with it, you know, and where it's going. And more. I mean, I had one of the, the end bit with the skeletons. I really enjoyed. I thought it was very clever. And I don't know what else I can say. I mean, this game has got tens virtually across yes, the board. And that's why right, I went on to r slash Undertale and said, what the, is wrong with me? What am I not getting? And everyone said the same thing. Well, I guess it's just not your cup of tea. Yeah, I don't know what I say. But you know I really what? Don't. What is the purpose of writing goddamn video game reviews then if nobody can explain why everyone's giving it a 10? Because it's so bloody good, isn't it? That's why. It goes, and, I can't say anything without giving spoilers, so I just say yeah, Trust I mean, me, it's a perfect game. 10 out of 10. Let me... Let, right. The only thing I can say is you've only played I've one only hour played of it. This is, a, this is an eight-hour game. And you that's like reading the first... I found the gameplay to be idiotic, but I should stick with well, it, it, right? Look, if you can't get on with it, you can't get on with it. I mean, that's just the way it is, I don't understand how anybody's getting on with this. Yeah, but it's like saying... It's like reading the first page of a book and going, that book's shit. No, it's like... You know what I mean? It is. It's after the first fifth of a book. Well, you decide that book is horrible. You should the first stop reading chapter. it. Mm. Well, don't... Well, don't I don't know. I mean, that's the person in the middle, right? First of all, shut the fuck up, right? <laughs> also, um, as as the person in the middle, I feel like there are arguments to be had on both sides. Yes, I, I, the reason why I play games to the end is because I feel like if somebody tries to throw that shit at me, oh, this game isn't wank. <laughs> I can say, hang on, yes, it is because I played the whole thing. You're an idiot. Yeah. However, if a game doesn't grab you in the first hour, two hours, whatever the cutoff is, why the fuck should anyone keep playing it? Yeah, that's what people said about Final Fantasy twelve or whatever. Thirteen. Right. Yeah, you see, I mean it's interesting, right? You bring up Final Fantasy, right? And that to me, as the shittiest combat in any game, it's like fucking put the weird gem on the weird ring in the weird yes, sword the with the weird screws on and the pointy toes. And yet you played Final Fantasy VII all the way to the end. Well, because Final Fantasy VII, all that weird shit Final Fantasy VII only gets to that point at the end of the game. And I actually yeah, but it's weird okay. shit combat, okay. isn't it? Regardless maybe not. Maybe at. not a great comparison with Final Fantasy. But let, let me ask Duke this question, right? Let's pretend that I I've never played Skyrim, right? And I played the first hour, all right? And I said, "Fuck this game, I'm done." What would you say? I would say why. Because I didn't like the mechanics and I thought it was dumb. I don't like dragons. Well, what's it? Okay, you don't like dragons. That's just a setting thing. That's like I don't like being underground. All right. I thought the combat was dumb okay. and what, uh, what role playing? I, I didn't like any of the. I didn't like any of the characters. They're all stupid. Yeah. Hack, 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 man. There's no skill in that. Well, what game? What role playing game does have good combat that you like? Mass Effect. Yeah, that's a good question. <laughs> okay, Effect, well then you're you more go. into the sort of turn based type of thing, sort of. No, not turn-based, no. I, I like real-time. I fucking hate turn-based. Okay, fine, whatever. Look, <laughs> my point is, at least you at least you understood what was going on in Skyrim. 
oh, come on, Jew, you can understand what's going on. It's basically they take a shot. If you're doing the combat, you've just got the, the defense is like a twin stick shooter. That's kind of how it is. It's Except very simple you're not and basic. Shooting. No, you're just avoiding. It's just oh, an avoiding boy, thing. That's fine. It's, I'll be honest with you, right? It's about as simple <laughs> as turn-based combat can really get. It was, a, it was just so <laughs> idiotic. I, the whole, and the whole time I'm thinking, my whole purpose here is to not beat this creature. But it's not like a game where, you know, in Fallout, you, Jenny, you understand you can, you know, when someone's trying to pick a fight, you can maybe persuade them to put their guns down or, you know, you trick them or you... you no, it's none of that. It's just taunt. And then it says, the mushroom has wings. And you're like, you mercy, you win. <laughs> And you're like, what the fuck just happened? No, I just, I'm just fighting everything. I'm not even bothering with all that talking well, shit. Oh, maybe I'd have more fun if I I'm just killing stuff. Yeah, just kill stuff, man. Why are you bothering with that just because you think that's how you should play it? Why play it how you think people think you should play it? Just play it how you want to play Fair it. Fair enough, but, I'm not look, but, but even if I were to fight it, it was like... I wouldn't care either way because the story is completely engrossing. What's the other part of the story? Here's this talking rabbit who's like, I will show you the way. And then you get to the end and she's like, you can't leave. And you're like, I'm going to fight you. And then it's like, wait, maybe the way to get her to let you leave is to not fight her. And then she's like, why don't you stay? And then there's a mean flower. And I'm like, all right. (laughs) I don't know. I don't know what to say. I don't know what to say. I mean, I'll I, when I get to the end, I'll tell you what I think and whether you know whether it's worth your time or whether there is mega twists or something that makes it worth your while. Well, I would uh, argue that if it takes all of that, then it's you know th- there ought to be something fun along the way as well. Now, look, as I've said many times in the past, I go hyperbolic because it's funny when I yell and scream. Uh, if people like this game, that's great. I think in the end, it's not a wash because Amras gave money to a developer he really likes, and so he's used his money wisely. He exposed me to this game. Uh, hardly Dan can play this because we're Steam buddies, and I, I hope other people like it because I think someone should because I certainly don't. But What do you think someone should? The 6,666 reviews on Steam overwhelmingly yeah, positive. Illuminati I think there's a lot of people like all this game. idiots. I don't think someone should. I think there's lots right, of people great, who more do. More power to them. I'm just not one of them. <laughs> I know you know, but to say, oh well, I hope someone likes it. There's a lot of people I'm like it. Three months. To- Look, a lot of people thought Avatar was the most greatest movie ever made too. That doesn't mean it was. No, they did not. Yes, who they did? Who thought Avatar that? Like no, they did Academy not. The world. Same with Titanic. Uh, that was sorry. I thought you meant the crappy one that M Night Shyamalan oh. made. <laughs> I was like, no one liked yeah, that movie. Point is just because the crowd loves the thing doesn't make it great. And and I mean, look, it's fine. I'm I'm often in the minority. A lot of times, people are like, Transformers is wonderful, and I'm like, I don't like it. Whatever. That's just my opinion. If people like this game, more power to you. I hate it. I think if if you think like I do, don't <laughs> do you really hate it? What? Jesus, you really hate it? I hate it. it. I hated every second of it. I was playing it at 45 (laughs) minutes in. I'm like, this game is so horrible. And the Duchess is like, why are you playing it? And I said, because Amras gifted it to me, and I want to give it a fair shake. And at a certain point, I was like, Amras, I don't think I can do this anymore. He's like, well, if you met the skeletons and you're still under them, it's not going to change much. I'm like, good. That's basically you giving me permission to stop. I'm going to stop. The skeletons made me laugh a lot. I don't know. Up. There's just there's a really cool thing that happens with the skeletons that I thought was very wow. funny. You know what? It's funny too because people talk about the ending, and I went looking for a you know. Video. Don't tell me nothing. I don't want to know I nothing can't about. Because there are no videos about the ending of the game. There's videos of the ending of the demo, 
but not the game itself. People are respecting it that much that they're not putting up uh, videos of the yes. ending, you see. Well, thank you for doing that, because now I'll never know what the ending is about and why it's voice matters. Well, I'll, I'll tell you off uh, when I've finished yeah. it. I'll let you know. <laughs> anyway, I don't That's know what else to playing. say. Ginny, <laughs> bring us back to normality, please. Oh, hey, let's talk about the uh, piece of toast. <laughs> Just, Ginny, please. now. Um, <laughs> tell me that, that's like the shittiest game ever, Chinny. <laughs> I, I, I don't want to go on either side, you know. <laughs> well, I have a feeling. I, so, I sometimes like Chinny. I sometimes stabbing your sometimes, eyes out. I sometimes like video games that Duke plays, and and very rarely, but now and again, I do like games that Stu plays. And I, I will admit, yeah, this it looks like shit games. You would not like that game. No, I, I no, but I do try and give things a fair shake. And even though the game does look like it was made by a two-year-old in MS Paint, I I still want to make sure that I'm not biased when I That's try fine. it. Let's agree. Uh, That's true. But hey. You see, I like Chinny for that. I like him for that. Right, Chinny, what have you been playing, though? Does look on. shit, though. So I have... Um, <laughs> I've not been playing a, a lot, uh, yes. really, this week. I've played uh, a lot of Ro- Rocket League, obviously. Ofs, ofs. Um, I've played... Uh, uh, Sleeping Dogs, that's it. That's, that's the name of the game. <laughs> Sleeping Dogs. Uh, Definitive Edition, I, I've already played it. Was this because uh, this is, uh, whoever it was said it talked about it last week? No, I don't know. It was just... Um, a, Bo- Boomerang sent it to me. So, oh, okay. There you go. Um, and I, I don't remember putting it on the list, but it was there. So they sent it. <laughs> don't remember. At some point, wanted to play it. Yeah, I thought, yeah, I'll probably play that again. And it's all right. You know, there's not much I can say about it. It's it's, <laughs> it's, GTA 5, it's, it's it's no, it's probably not because GTA Five. I played GTA Five, yeah, since right. Sleeping Dogs has come out, and that's just set the bar for everything. So, no, it's all right. You know, it's fine. It's fine. Um, and that's it really. I haven't played any games this week. I'm, I'm I apologize. Yeah. Too busy for getting ready to move house yeah, and all that stuff. Been a busy week. Thing. So, yeah, how many hours of Rocket League have you put in? Would you say this? Yeah, uh, I don't know overall, but you know it must be about twenty, twenty hours, thirty hours already. See, sort of. you could be playing a story-based game all that time you're putting in a rocket league. It's the same thing every time. True, it's true. It's true. It's true. Uh, that being said, actually, I do need to play some games with you, Chini. Now I also have it on Steam. Okay. Yeah. Um, we'll have to get some games there because I got it. I got it free with my Steam link. It was a free game that came with it. That's kind of cool. Yeah. I mean, what better free game could you get? Only the best game of the year. Under- I saw, I saw a game that we could play when, I, when I move and the dust settles a bit, Stu, and I, I, I um, yeah, uh, that will make yeah, a funny yeah. video. Um, okay, it's basically I forgot what it's called. It's like keep talking, oh, and we don't explode. Talks. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yes, I've heard about this. Yeah, I was just going to say that. I was, I wondered if it might be that. Yeah, no, I think we should. Uh, yeah, we think we should give that a try. And like you. Sort of record your end and I'll record my end and then yep. yeah, that'd be good. Yeah, because basically one's disarming and you don't want to have to give the instructions and you get some really complicated disarming yeah. manual. There's a bit of Simon it, says in it and stuff, but yeah, that's, yeah. I think I might. We, we should try that one day and then obviously get back on Broforce at some point. Yeah, we should definitely get back on Broforce and we'll obviously play some Rocket League as well. We can do that. Now. I don't know if you heard, but you I, know, um, I was on the Overseas Connection this week and 
not I was this I'm week. Sorry, to... I was in the boss wave. The boss wave. Boss wave. Uh, I, I get them all mixed up. Ah. I was in the boss wave this week. Yeah, I haven't listened to that one either. And um, I was listening to the Overseas Connection yesterday. That's what confused me. Everything. Oh, They're all bunched while yourself. you were recording the boss wave. Yeah, and, and again, yeah. Boss Wave's not released yet. I don't think their episode is out. better podcast while at the same time. Um, I know, yeah. So anyway, yeah, I was on that show and uh, I was talking about Prison Architect, and I, I thought it was sort of widely known, but like, of the you know how it got released. Um, yeah. How do you, do you realize one of the updates they made at the very at the, at the last minute? Uh, well, there's a story mode and an escape. There's mode. an escape mode. Which is yeah, you can play fantastic. as a prisoner. Yeah, so you you play you make a prison and, and you can play as a prisoner to escape that prison. So I I adore Prison Architect. So I think before the year out, I'm uh, I'm going to put it down and, and make some make some video of it and get it out there. Yeah, and, and but you can also break out of other people's prisons that they've designed. That was yeah, yeah. the way to go because if you design the prison, don't you know all the flaws in it? And, you know, Ways you can yeah. pump yeah. through. Well, for example, if I if I if I was to break out of my prison right now, I would just run up because there is no fence at the top. Um, <laughs> but you know, it, I suppose well, that's the fun of it. I, I did say like in the, the shower and then go in on a special motorbike that's on rails. The 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 problem with prison architect and, and games like prison architect is they don't really have an end state. You know, they don't have uh, like a, a point. Like look, like the Sims. You know, you make it, and like, the fun is in the making. A bit like Rust as well. Yeah, you know, you make say, it. Base building games have that. In fact, there was a post on our base building games recently that said, "What could a game do to give you something at that point when you establish your base?" And I said a year ago, they should make you escape the prison. I never thought they would put that in. They were listening. Uh, they were listening, obviously. Yeah. Um, and yeah, I, I, there you go, and, and it's in. Uh, I'm really pleased about that. I'm I'm really happy that they well, uh, put that in. Not that I not that I want to burst your bubble or anything, uh-huh. right? And I know you're kind of excited, uh-huh. but the stuff I've read so far has said that it's not very good at the moment. Well, you're wrong. So you can't believe what I'm only I'm only telling you what people are saying. You know, they're, they're saying it's not. They thought it would be cool, but they said in fact it's a little bit boring. Well, yeah, well, maybe 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 it is in practice a bit boring, but it's it's just something else yeah. they added to the game that that's pretty cool. Um, because the game as a whole already, I mean, they've updated it quite a bit since I've played it, but already I, I, I think it's a fantastic game. And, and you know, you're right, yeah. because a lot of people said that Undertale's good, so there you go. Yeah, it's true. <laughs> it's true. Um, the other thing, just out of interest, by the way, uh, it is in the news stories, but we might as well mention it while we're talking about Prison Architect. Uh, but they've earned $19 million from it in early access. Yeah. So $19 million. It's an example. It left early access. It is an example yeah. of a game that has done early access well, because yeah. not many of them do it well. That's right. Yeah, so it's pretty impressive, isn't it? 19 million, though. I mean, most games don't make that full stop. <laughs> yeah. This game has made that before it's even officially released, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> which is kind of cool and crazy at the same time. Um, yes, games. I've I've played some games this week. I played some games. Uh, I mentioned Mad Max earlier. I have played quite a bit more of that, so I did. I did manage to play about an hour of it on the link, you know, even though it was jittering every now and again. Um, it's kind of cool. I kind of like Mad Max. I'm kind of impressed with fun. it. Yeah, yeah, it's always fun. I mean, I've taken over a couple of bases now, and that's kind of fun to do. You know, blowing up oil things and all that sort of stuff. Yeah, it's cool. And um, yeah, no, I, I'm kind of liking it. I'm. I'm more impressed with it than I thought that yeah, I would the same be. Way I felt. You know, so. yeah, yeah. So that's cool. Um, 
I've played some more of Half-Life 2 Update, because I thought I'll give that a whirl on the link, see how that runs. Uh, you know, something more first-person-y. Uh, and that's so cool. You know, I love Half-Life yes. 2. Who doesn't love Half-Life 2? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, and it is shiny, and it looks good, and it runs well. Uh, but it's a bit weird, because uh, this is the other thing I didn't mention. The other limitation with the Steam Link, it only works with controller games that support controllers, obviously. Yeah. But you can you can plug a keyboard and mouse into it, so you can do but that. It won't. But yeah, well, no, it will. But who really wants to sit with a keyboard and mouse on a tray or whatever to try and play a game in your right, living room? You can do it, and it does work. That's why it's got three USB ports on it, so there's no problem with doing that. But it just seems like a bit of a weird thing well, to yeah. do. Do you know what I mean? So anyway, but you can do that. But weirdly, you can you you can play Half Life Two with a controller. But you have to start it with a mouse, yeah. which is a bit weird. Yeah, and then once it starts, it recognizes you've got the controller plugged in. So it was a Seems bit like odd. A thing they haven't fixed uh, yet. Yeah, maybe it's only in the update version. You know, the original version maybe just works straight yeah. away. Don't know, don't know. Uh, but yeah, it's cool and that works all right. Um, the other thing I've played quite a bit of this week is Limbo. Really? Yeah, because it, it was it was one of the freebies on the PS4 PS Plus thing. And I was like, oh, yeah, do you know what? And I, I saw it on my list, and I thought, do you know, it's years since I played that. Because it literally is years. When did it come out? 2010? Was it 2010 when Limbo came out? was that long ago. Probably 2020 or something. I'll find out. I think it was 2009, know, I think. But maybe I'm wrong. God, is it as long ago as that? Jesus. Um, do you know what? I'd forgotten how cool this game July is. July 21st, 2010. Oh, look at me. Look at me. Um... Yeah, I'd forgotten how cool this game is. But not only that, how frigging punishing yeah, it is. Jesus Christ. I mean, this thing, I mean, some of the timing that you've got to get right, you know, just to get past certain sections is just ridiculous. Yeah. Did you know there's an extra bit yeah. in the in Limbo? That was What, in the new one or the original one? No, in the new one, there's an extra bit. Oh, no, I didn't know that. Yeah. Well, I, 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 played, I haven't come I played across the game... Um, earlier this year and explained about the whole right. new bit and talked about it on the show. Thanks for listening. That's okay. That's okay. I've slept since then. Yeah. Um, the only thing I would say as well, it, it is evil. I mean, this game is evil. You know, when the little lads are evil. Yeah, throwing spears at you and stuff and blow darts and God knows what else. It's a, it's a pretty rough game. You know what I mean? Things are Dark. rough for this lad. It's a little boy. It is. That's what the I know. And there's like, there's one bit, right, where... Some like other boy just drops down on a noose. Yeah, and I'm like, is is that like a puppet or is that like a real nope. kiddie nope, thing that's, that's real, just been? That's the real boy. Yeah, yeah. The world's a harsh place. Yeah, I know. Well, it's not, we don't know what it is, but I've forgotten how dark it was. Yeah, it's a very dark game, isn't it? So, yeah. <laughs> but cool all the same. So yeah, I'm enjoying that. And then obviously this week. Hearts of Stone expansion for Witcher 3. Oh my god, oh my god, oh my god, oh my god, oh my god. Oh my god, oh my god, oh my god, oh my god. Uh, which is obviously an excuse to go and play Witcher 3 yeah, again. Yeah. You know, I might, I might have played 100 hours already. <laughs> well, hey, there is hey. to do in that game already. Oh, wait, no. No. No, have I heck, but, you know, I thought, well, whatever. So whatever, going back whatever. to you, how do you feel? Good. <laughs> Gotta say, right. it's good. <laughs> cool. It is good. It's a fine game, that yes. game, you know. It is, it is a fine game. Um, and I like the way the story starts. You know, the expansion, you basically just go to, you know, your regular notice board thing. Yep. So you go and, and check the notice board, and then some dude comes up with a new message, you know, a new advert or whatever, you know. Somebody wanted to do whatever, whatever. 
Um, and again, they've, they've made all new cutscenes. So, you know, there's all the cutscenes. It's not just like a standard, like, mission. Um, and it's good. It's good. And it's, like, interesting so far. Not a lot's happened. I'm probably about two hours into it, I guess. Uh, the interesting thing is, though, that they have tailored it to people who've played a lot of the main what? game. So. Uh, they, yeah, they reckon the minimum level you need to be is about level 30. Yeah. Uh, to, yeah, to play the to play the expansion, and even, I'm level thirty four, and I've struggled a little bit. And everything you come across is like level thirty plus. All the enemies are mo- mostly all of them are level thirty plus. Uh, and if you get three or four of them at the same time, they're freaking hard to kill. I've died more playing this, and I've probably died the whole of playing the the, the original game. Did they give you any warning that you should be this level before you do this? I mean, I guess leaderboard yes. thing, or the notice board says recommended level whatever no i think it actually say when you when you first load it up it says recommended for players of, of level 30 or over only or something like that when you when you put the expansion gotcha. on so as soon as you click on it it tells you that you've got to be a you know a high level yes. player uh but it's good i've got some more new swords i've got some more cool cool weaponry and stuff uh there's a new like enemy in it that i've not come across before so there's some and what's weird is you even though the the locations that exist in witcher 3 most of the places i've been to in this so far i've never been to before so i think what they've done a really good job of is obviously because obviously they take you to a lot of locations in in the main story quest of the original game i think they've thought about areas of the the map that you might not have visited yes. let's take them here. let's take so, them there yeah yeah let's take them to places they haven't been before so it does feel fresh even though you know you're in the in the original game world it's still. fresh it's fresh. Uh, but yeah, I'm enjoying it a lot, and I'll probably be playing more of this tomorrow and Tuesday and then see if I can get it finished. It's about 10 hours, they reckon, uh, to finish the, the mission. So, uh, But it's good. It's very, very good. I mean, you know, As always, the cutscenes are really good. They've, they've introduced uh, a new character, uh, which obviously I've not met before, uh, and he's he's pretty creepy. Dick butt, because I heard dick butt in this. <laughs> I've seen dick butt in it, I've got to say. <laughs> uh, and they've also added in more boss fights and they feel a lot more timing-based, or you've got to look for patterns. Uh, there was a, the, They seem a little bit more complex than the ones that were in the original Stick game. Stick them with the pointy end. Stick them with the pointy end, yeah. There's, you've got to use your signs a lot more <laughs> and stuff like that, and, yeah, be ready for combat. They, and they, they all leave I, this DLC alone. Yeah, I had to experiment a bit to, fin- to, to beat the first boss uh, before I, I got a, a tactic that worked. Uh, but it's good. It's very good. I can definitely recommend it. I mean, and for six pounds, which is all I paid for it, can't complain yeah, really. That's true. You know, cheaper, cheapest chips, man. Uh, for another ten hours of Witcher. Uh, but very good. So yeah, and that's kind of it for me. That's everything I played this week. So that's yeah. all we've I've, been playing, I've, people. That's Let's all we've been playing. Cheers. Good night. Um. So yeah, let's do something we've not done for a few. Putting news first. Which is, of course, the news. Chinny, over to you. Um. <laughs> <laughs> is this thing working? How do I do this again? Um. You just read out headlines. That's oh, a silly you voice. You, okay. You've been so. You've been so. The last, you know, last time we did news, you were so organised. You'd highlighted stories you want to talk about and all that sort of yeah, stuff. Yeah, that didn't last. Yeah. Time. 
It, it lasted a couple of weeks. Don't be, don't be too harsh. Mm. You know what I mean? I'm just you know looking I mean? for the news right and you. looking for something that's good. <laughs> something that's good. Whoa. <sighs> what are you going to uh, do? Uh, this is rough. Actually, there's a big story I never put in there, isn't there? Well, <laughs> how would you know? Yeah, uh, I know. <laughs> exactly. Did you see that attractive uh, woman that you didn't see? <laughs> exactly. Uh, which is uh, the Destiny microtransaction thing. Again, wow, struggling for news this week. Jesus. <laughs> All right, let's 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 start with this. Um, quick and easy one. She said, uh, "EGX grows attendance to seventy-five thousand. Gaming Network operated event becoming more international with forty-five percent of the listeners." Visitors, sorry, traveling at least a hundred miles. Gamma Network. Let's stop already. How is how is a hundred miles from the event international? Depends on which way you go. You, you could go anywhere a hundred miles, and you wouldn't even hit the sea. Just about. Yeah. <laughs> how is that international? Uh. That just means they've, they've come from a hundred miles away. <laughs> What a stupid statement. <laughs> Anyone outside of Birmingham is international. Is international, uh, yeah. Game is Network, about? which publishes GameIndustry.biz, announced a huge attendance to EGX today. The four-day event, which left its former London home to occupy the NEC in Birmingham, Brumptowns, Brumptowns, uh, brought together more than 75,000 people from September 24th to the 27th. Uh, feedback from the attendees has revealed that oh my god where were the fucking games and oh my god too much money motherfucking queues <laughs> that's like that that is the quote <laughs> pretty much. Uh, pretty, yeah. pretty much uh this is a funny story that uh might have been read out on the boss way but hey ho uh, uh uh game website accidentally previews uncharted 2 instead of uncharted 4 Brilliant. Yes. Uh, <laughs> quote, Uncharted 4 is the first PS4 entry in a series that has traditionally pushed, pushed boundaries. Read a recent preview by the website VG247. Quote, why does it feel so familiar? Well, as it turns out, they were playing Uncharted 2. Uh, video game websites, Brilliant. like all news outlets, screw up things from time to time. Lord knows we have, this is Kotaku, uh, but we might... Uh, but this might be the funniest mistake I have ever seen in gaming. Last month, a writer for VG247 went to Tokyo Game Show, came away uh, with a scathing preview for Uncharted 4, which comes out this March uh, on the PS4. They titled the article, quote, Is Uncharted 4 a thief's end too formulaic? Question mark, end quote. Uh, this would have been uh, all be well and good, except Uncharted 4 was not playable for press at the Tokyo Game Show. VG247's writer was actually previewing the PS4 version of Uncharted 2, which came out last week as part of the Uncharted collection. Maybe that's why they thought that the game felt so familiar. Um, yes. So, a bit of a boot. What an idiot. Of- I'm not being funny, right? But... I mean, we've seen the previews, you know, and the gameplay thing at uh, E3. Yeah. You would have a pretty good idea what it, you were expecting it to look like, and you you certainly, surely, wouldn't mistake Uncharted 2 for Uncharted 4, surely. Well... How does that hell... You know, how the hell does that even happen? I don't know. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> I don't know. Somebody put the wrong disc in the box. 
No, no, no. no it, it was obviously you know Charlie collect, but it was it was completely user error. It was like yeah, it was it was he was playing the Uncharted collection demo. Right. Uh-huh. You know, for the the PS4 re-release of the Uncharted games. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. What a dick. Uh, anyway, uh, and did you see what Naughty Dog put on the tweets? No. He, he, the guy, what's his what's his ne- name? The main uh, Neil Druckmann, isn't he? Is it Neil Druckmann? Yes, Neil Druckmann, the, the main developer. Yeah, he tweeted. Uh, Here's the latest screenshots from Uncharted 4, and it was Pitfall off the Atari ST. <laughs> nice. <laughs> So even he did like did a little bit of a you dick. <laughs> yeah. um, so there you go. Uh, Dice Shooter becomes the largest beta in electronic art history. Uh, $50 season pass DLC planned to be announced with few details. When a lot, EA pulled the plug on the Star Wars Battlefront beta earlier today. This was on the 13th of October. Uh, you might have felt a disturbance in the force. Lord Vader. Did the force. As if millions of voices cried out and were suddenly silent. I think that was Obi-Wan who said that line. Why are you saying it in the Emperor's voice? Because <laughs> he's chinny, of course. Why not? be a big about a million, nine million voices. Uh, anyway, uh, yes, uh, nine million voices. Uh, as the, the well, I don't know what they're, t- they're talking about. Some quote from Star Wars. Anyway, nine people a million. I can't speak. Hello, how's it going? <laughs> hey, Whoa. nine people. Let's read. What hell is it in your <laughs> I don't know. I haven't played Undertale. Oh no, I've gone too far. Fast forward. No. Anyway. <laughs> I knew that would um, make him laugh, Duke. I don't know why. It's, what it's, I really, it's good. It's good. It's good. <laughs> that would have been uh, about nine million people, as the publisher today announced that the, how many people have played the upcoming online shooter during the beta test period. Senior producer. Uh, said that Star Wars Battlefront Beta was the largest beta in publisher history. The development team at EA Dice will now use the information and make loads of paper and shred it all and have a big paper bath. Paper, paper. Yeah. You see, they've obviously announced this $50 season pass as well, mm. right? Which you'll get four expansions none of which have been detailed so you don't even know what's on these things right which is nearly the same cost as the original game right and and, the, and this is what i've got to say about battlefield it. hardline god knows i don't know what you'll get but anyway here's the thing though if look if you're planning on buying this right someone needs to kick you in the balls or vagina if you're a lady you know i don't want to be sexist or anything but yeah you know you need your head feeling you know who pays for a season pass, when you've no idea, and it'll probably just be a few more maps. Isn't so that it'll what just every be map season pass. pass is. Yeah, but fifty dollars, same cost as the game, nearly. What's well, all on behalf of a season pass? But this seems like something that's established in the games now. I mean, what's it, do you know what's funny about Battlefront? They went, don't worry, there isn't going to be any microtransactions in our game. We're not going to have any of that stuff, but we'll charge you fifty dollars for this season pass. I think that's just standard fare these days for, especially online shooters. Uh, and Destiny got a season pass, and then Assassin's Creed. Had- Everything's got yeah. a season so pass. So why are you getting mad specifically at Star Wars? I don't know because I just feel like I'm just sick of it. I'm I'm over season I'm passes. Over I'm them. I agree of- with you. I never bought one, you know. You're stupid. But people look. 
people stop buying these things, then they'll stop making them or doing them. If people stop buying them, they wouldn't do now, them. Okay, hang on a second. Let, let me back up uh, a little bit. Let me just see if I could argue the devil's advocacy of the other perspective. Because if Bethesda came out with a season pass for Fallout 4, even if I didn't know what was in it, I might say, you know what, I expect I'm going to love this because I love what Bethesda does. And if I buy each DLC separately for twenty dollars, and there's four of them, that's eighty. I pay uh, one fifty dollar price tag at the beginning of it all, and I get all of them for you know thirty dollars less. That's in some ways a good deal for me. I guess, but then unless the content you're getting is really, really yeah. good, I would always feel short. Well, of course, it's a gamble. You know, like it's a question of. Whether you first of all, the reason they do it is because it means that people aren't going to buy them one by one, and maybe not buy one if it's not great. So it's sort of locking you in. And oh yeah, no, I understand. Then they've got your cash. So cash is king. The reason why they do it is because they don't they haven't made the shit yet, so they they know how much they can spend on doing it. Right. And it's it's a way of gauging interest. You know, if nobody buys a season pass, maybe they'll just be like, you know what. We won't put okay. that much work into these because people don't even care. Let me put it another way, right? And I know you're going to give me the Witcher 3 argument at this point, right? But Fallout 4 has already got a season pass, which Antonio has pointed out, which you can already pre-purchase even before the game comes sure. out. Right. How many hours of gameplay, Duke, do you think you'll get out of the standard Fallout 4? Uh, at least 100, 150. Yeah, do we really need to pre-purchase a season pass at this point for a game that's going to be enormous to begin with? I would argue a game like that doesn't need DLC at all, just like The Witcher 3. Yeah, yeah, but, right, six quid for an expansion, and the other one's going to be a tenner or whatever, so 16 quid for both, and that's an extra 30 hours of gameplay when you finish the main story of of great story-driven content. I don't, I don't, I don't pay full price for DLC anyway, because I always wait a million years for it to go down in price, and then I get it for like $2. I guess, but then I also feel like, well, I feel like I'm getting value. Like, the six quid already, I feel like I've got decent value for money. All right, more power to you. If, you know, if other the, people feel like their season pass is value for money, then... Well, I guess. I don't know. Uh, I do want to talk a little bit about Battlefront, though, as well. Because uh, there's something they didn't mention when we were talking yeah. about it before. A lot of people have mentioned the unbalancedness of Hoff. You know, how unbalanced it was against the Rebels and all that and sort of stuff. And the and they're hardcore. And Rebels have little peach shooters. Yeah. Do you know what, though? I don't know whether I mind that too much. Why is When I've been thinking You would if you were a Rebel. No, I don't know whether I would. Because I feel like... That's kind of how it is. Yeah, but what's the fun of playing as the Rebels then? Why, If you're on the Rebel team and that round starts up, why wouldn't you just go, I'm going to quit? Because, and this is what I think, if if you had a decent team of people, you know, if you, I don't know how many people you can bring in. I know, but if you had, the the one time, right, that we brought the Atats down, and it it only ever happened once while I was doing the the beta, it felt very, very satisfying. Yeah, I bet. And I think part of that is because it was so hard to do and because it was a massive challenge to accomplish yeah, I can it. I see that. I just I don't and feel I, confident I, I will I ever feel, experience that. I feel like that developers, and, and especially multiplayer developers, spend so much time trying to balance the gameplay. It becomes just this round robin of sort of 
flip a coin to see who wins. Yeah, that's fair. And I would say, yeah, that's a good point. And like, I I don't know, there were things in the old Battlefront games where, yeah, a certain side would have a definitive advantage because of this or that. Um, And I I don't really mind that. I agree with that. I think there should be more, you know, structural things built in so that one team has an advantage or not. But I would say that for, for me, when I was playing as the Rebels on Hoth, I just wanted something as a grunt on the ground. I wanted some way to deal with the AT-ATs in a way that, I'm, you know, I don't mean to bring them down with one hit, but just some way to have more of it. And maybe it'll happen in the real game because the beta is obviously very limited. But I remember in the old Battlefront games, you had these blasters that could really hurt ships. And I, I want one of those in this. So. Yeah, and maybe that'll be unlo- one of the unlocks that Apparently we just didn't the, get to. Um, Ion Blast, which is the sort of airstrike thing, yeah. um, that really helps a lot when you when the, when they're exposed. You drop one of those on it, Good. it basically knocks a, a lot of a lot of stuff off them. Good, and that's how people have been winning as rebels. Well, all right. Yeah, I th- I think it can be done. I think you just need to know the right tactics to do it, and I think. You know, like I said earlier, I think it's it's probably a much more satisfying experience when you win as a rebels than when you win, you know, as the stormtroopers and sure. stuff. So, yeah, I don't know. It was just a thought that I had when I was thinking about after playing it. You know, you can, you can fly the uh, the A wing around the the legs of the ATAT and yeah, it. I saw that happen once. You need to watch your you need to watch <laughs> your pronouns there, Step J. I can't do that. I don't fly anything. Yeah, I was going to say, that's if you can pilot one of those things. I did see somebody do that, and it was cool to watch. You know, and it toppled over, and I'm like, that is cool as anything. Yeah, no, it definitely won't be. The only only two times I got into something that flew, I just crashed it in the ground (laughs) almost instantly. (laughs) Yeah, that was kind of it. Well, look at me. Oh, suicide bomber. Aliens in the come fly with me mission in Vegas. Uh, so yeah, it wasn't it wasn't a particularly good, a particularly good experience. <laughs> so Chini, what else is in the news? What else? Have we oh got? yeah, news. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We are doing news. We are doing oh, news. Yeah. <sighs> oh, Rise of the Tomb Raider will have thirty to forty hours of gameplay. Freaking hell, fire! That's a lot of game. That's a lot of game. But that'll be like collecting every little thing, won't yeah, it, and all cool. that stuff. That will. So half. I, re- half I reckon you probably won't. Yeah. At least, at least half. I uh, reckon the story mode will take about 15 hours. Uh, lead designer on the rise of the Tomb Raider at Crystal Dynamics, Mike Brinker, good first name, has confirmed that there will be plenty to do in the follow-up to the studio's well-received 2013 reboot. Again, another sentence we didn't need. Uh, yes, quote. <laughs> uh, not only are we we're going wide, but we're going deeper. Uh, explained Brinker as he was escorted out of the building, uh, but then was brought back in after they realised what he was talking about. (laughs) Uh, We're looking at 30 to 40 hours for the completionist. Now, that delves into things like, for example, fucking, I don't don't even know. I I didn't, to be honest, I wasn't there when they made the game. I was on the beach. Um, Yes, uh, and he continues to say, we used to have, I think it was about 15 or 16 odd skills, but now we all have a 50. And as we all know, 50 what? is what more than 16. <laughs> what, are, what skills are those? What is those there's, 50 there's skills, odd skills? skills right. like, oh, you can upgrade um, certain takedowns and stuff. And, and now you can use the pickaxe. And now, you, you, you know, like the, the, the Metroidvania type thing. Oh, now you can use the rope. Arrow, and now you can add five. Yeah, I get that, but you don't need 50 of them, do you? Well, what yeah, else you do you do? Shut the fuck up! Um, <laughs> because 50 is more! <laughs> and ever, just 
popcorn in the game. Um, Buy this game, it's bigger. I continue to say, <laughs> uh, we have different... Oh, I forgot what accent I'm doing there. Uh, we have uh, three different tracks you can upgrade, and they're each separate by four tiers, and they're separated by two tiers that divide by six, and then when you carry the one, you've got some sort of pie at the end of it. Uh, and then you're looking at things like translation system and the crafting system, and we just kept on putting shit in because we ran out of ideas. Is this on? When do we start the interview? End quote. Uh, Brinko also explained that Tomb Raider is coming out. Did it? Oh, that's good. Yeah, that's good. It's actually coming out. Actually, and that's not that far away. When does that come out? Is that November? November for Bones and uh, uh, PC. I think it's uh, next year, and then uh, PS4. Yeah, early next year, isn't it? Early. And at least I'll get to find out what people think of it before I purchase it on the PCs. I guess season pass though. I know, yeah. With all the extra add-on to add to the 30 or 40 hours that we're supposedly going to be playing, which we're not. It'd be funny if they announced a season pass, because they're saying how, how long the game is now. They go, oh, the game's long, yeah. Here's a season pass. But it's not quite long enough, so you better buy a what? season pass. Long enough. We, if we had an extra year, we'd put yeah. us in the game, I swear. But, you know, what can you do? So, fuck off. Um... <laughs> it's probably going to be good uh, uh, yeah PT the people that uh, made PT inspired um, Alison Road uh, which is a Kickstarter a game similar to PT where you wander around a creepy house and it scares the shit out of you uh, well that has it been does. bought by the developer um, Team 17 uh, who we all know for their, their massive horror games just as The Escapist and Worms uh, and, and yes it, it's been cancelled from Kickstarter and will be published by Tam Stavantown good for that I don't think that's a bad they, thing to happen they, I think that's really good so that again Duke did they yeah, really they make worms and yeah, yeah. wow that's pretty funny and they did yeah They've, 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 no, that, they only published that, didn't they? A lot of the stuff they're doing lately is they just publishing stuff. The Escapist, yeah. Yeah, they only published that as well, didn't they? They didn't make it. Well, they're uh, so known for cutesy games, all right? That's the point. Jeez. They are. They are. I get where you're coming from. I do. I do. I get where you're coming from. But uh, I think it's cool. I mean, it is a British developer. What? And that, do you I remember mean, when... Do you remember when they... <laughs> do you remember when they showed this demo and I said... It was very because they had like an American voice narrator. So when the when the guy, the supposedly person who was walking around this very British looking house, had an American voice, I'm like, that's a bit Na- weird. It's obviously, or Naruto. Naruto. Uh, it's obviously a, an American. It's a very much a British house with an American. Yeah, voice so what you got over here in this hallway? It was. It was like that. Shit. Well, what's he doing there? Um, but I loved it. I mean, I showed this to Millie. And she nearly shit herself. Wow. That's uh, you need to see a doctor, man. That's not. Okay. I, I know, right? Fifteen because... already. She's shitting her pants. Forty. Right. Forty. That's and uh, <laughs> we, yeah. we were sat right, and I'm not kidding you. We had the conservatory door open. I'm like, oh, you should watch this thing. You like scary stuff, don't you? And she's like, yeah, because no, there's nothing God, too gruesome. You keep I telling me I, so I, like, I like them, but I don't. They give me nightmares. I can't I sleep. My hair's falling out. No, you're like and this. Sit down. Have a seat. Sit down. She screamed. She screamed that much at the end of it that, honestly, anyone in the vicinity that would have heard it would have seriously thought I was killing her. So, yeah, it, it wasn't good. It wasn't good. But it looks good, this, so I'm really hoping this will turn out well. Cause, uh, you're so good. Your neighbors will think you're I, killing your daughter. 
<laughs> no, yeah, it's so scary. You don't think you're killing someone. Um, yeah, I like the look of this a lot, and I, it looks incredible. So hopefully it'll turn out as well as it looks. Uh, I can't really wait for this. I think it'll be my kind of thing for sure. So, yeah, all's good. Uh, anything else, Ginny? Um, anything dev, else? Developer offers free games for Steam user reviews and gets... Um, uh, nuked by Valve, apparently. Um, yes, Rose Portal Games, the developer of an RPG called Epic Quest for the Four Crystals, uh, recently got caught offering compensation in the form of free Steam keys in exchange for Steam reviews. When Valve found out, they weren't pleased, and Gabe Newell got his sword out and stabbed him. Uh, in the quote, <laughs> isn't that what all developers do? Is give games away for reviews? Not yet. No, not no, for good. Like no. he was asking for this people to re- leave a review, right. and then he give a, a good review, and then he gotcha. gives them a game. I got you. I don't think he was giving them their game. He was giving them other uh, games. All right. Okay. Uh, they wrote in a post on the games forums. Uh, it's come to our attention that Aldolia Games and Rose Portal Games have been giving. Um, gifts or otherwise compensation for Steam customers to get them to leave reviews for the game Epic Quest for the Four Crystals. Uh, this is a manipulation of the user review system, which we don't allow. Uh, Gabe Newell will be round his house with a sword. No, I problem. I will kick your ass. Problem because many players did yeah. disclose Rose Portal's promotion in their reviews. Valve couldn't tell who took part and who didn't, so they decided to take rather a drastic measure and kill. Everyone who left a review with a sword. See, to be fair, I, look, I always put when I when I wrote about Starshine Bedlam, I was like, "Hey, look, I got a promo copy of this game, and I know the producer, so heads up, people. Full disclosure." Yeah, no, no, that's they, they sure. every review. They can't, they deleted every review. Is that that's what yeah. they did? Yeah, I mean, the interesting thing is this isn't obviously unique to um, to Steam because just this week. Uh, Amazon are suing, I think it's 1,150-odd people who have been paid to leave reviews on products on Amazon. So they're suing over 1,000 people. He'll pay you to leave a review. I love this thing. So if you would like to leave a review about my book, I'll pay you uh, some monkey hair. (laughs) Some monkey hair. Buy my book. Um, And also, Duke, I forgot to mention to you this week... uh, yeah, the the University of, of Wisconsin in Madison has won a prolific law case, haven't they? Yay! Week? I have no idea what you're talking about. Well, basically, they sued the ass off Apple. Oh, yeah, huh? Because Apple, in their new iPhone 6 and 6S... Intellectual uh, property. It uses technology that was developed at the University of Wisconsin without permission, and they've been paid out. I think it's something like $192 million Dude, in compensation. They should give like, free tuition to a lot of people. Yeah, well, that's a hell of a lot of money to win, and they've not finished yet. They're doing a second uh, lawsuit against Apple, which they're also likely to win, which will bag them another loads of millions of pounds. I feel bad for Apple because they don't have a lot of money. I know. Yeah, yeah but you see... It just goes to show you, even the big people can't steal shit. <laughs> you know what Can I mean? No, you can't go stealing stuff that doesn't belong to you and then go, it's mine. Well, that's what so, yeah. Windows did. That's what Microsoft did with Windows. They stole the graphic user interface from Apple, and Apple had stolen it from Xerox Park, and everybody steals from everybody, really. Yeah, no, it is true, but at least, um, you know, some of the little guys have won because, yes. you know, Apple will have had some very hefty lawyers on this case, I would imagine, you know? 
So good on them anyway. Good on them. I thought I mentioned it because it's near where you live. live, (laughs) Institution for which my wife lives or works. So they see, and you didn't even know how weird is that. So there you go. Uh, Is that it, Chini? Anything else? Uh, Not really. Anything else, or is that that it? Uh, We have got some emails, so we should do some emails. That rule. Um, yes. Um. Uh, yeah. Jason Gallagher. Jason. He hasn't. He hasn't sort of necessarily sent uh, an actual email to read, but he did send a letter that he received off Melissa Hutchison. What? Okay. I know. I know. Very odd. He said he came across these. He'd forgotten about them. Came across them. And um, I, I'm just going to read a little bit from it because I don't know whether he wants me to read this out or not. Uh, but anyway, he says, uh, she said, this is, this is straight from, uh, uh, Melissa. She said, uh, thank you for connecting me, uh, with the, with Stuart at the veteran gamers. Uh, that was such a fun podcast and Stuart is awesome. Yay, Stuart is <laughs> I, awesome. I, I, Jason is pretending to be her. I believe the podcast is going to wear on January 16th. Then you will get to hear me babble on. There you go. <laughs> Uh, so there you go. She said nice things about me. I thought I'd just mention it. Yeah. Yes. Just well a... done getting things said about you. I know. It's nice, isn't it? It's not when people say nice things. Uh, but we have got a proper email, so I'll read that one now. You know, I've got you know, I've got the uh, the self um, congratulations out yeah. the way. You know what I mean? So anyway, it's from Derek Sines, of course, our very regular oh, emailer, yeah. who says this. He says reading and writing and articulate. He says, hi, a veteran gamer. Hello. Uh, I've been doing some cupboard clearing this week and decided to bin a lot of my video game magazines. Oh, yeah. That's what I should have said. Uh, most are from the last five or six years, but it must be at least 18 months since I last bought one. Mm. I started buying video game mags in the very early 1990s. My first regular mag was Amiga Power and progressed through various game console mags up to the Xbox 360 and PS3. Uh, the only mag that I ever subscribed to was the unofficial Xbox 360 World, which stopped production a few years ago. Long before I listened to podcasts online, I heard my first podcast on discs on discs that came with the Xbox 360 World. Oh, yeah, yeah. Which usually about listening yeah. to podcasts on. I know it's was funny, it isn't it? I was Wasn't just thinking. I think so. Yes. Yeah, with Kyle. Uh, which usually had at least two podcasts on each disc, along with reviews, interviews, and gameplay videos. Uh, It got me thinking about the relevance of video game mags in the present day, uh, with seemingly everyone having access to the internet on tablets, phones, laptops and PCs. I would be interested to see how much their sales figures have declined over the last 10 years or so. I would have thought nearly non-existent, to be honest. I can't imagine they sell a lot of magazines. Yeah. Industry is really struggling. Yeah, all magazine industry is struggling, isn't it? I mean, look... Even Playboy in the last two weeks is no longer doing nudes in the magazine. That's true. Because he said there's no point because you can just look, go on the internet if you want to see someone nude. Of course. So there you go. Anyway, he carries on. Can a magazine still provide a perspective that can't be found elsewhere? Nope. Uh, it could. Nope. I mean, if Grantland were a print magazine, people would probably read that. But, you know, it's just so hard to make it through the carnival of distraction that everybody's part of. That you're going to have a really hard time, you know, that's why 
I don't know what GameStop has a magazine and they're trying to shove it on people. And, oh, subscribe to this and get that discount or whatever. Nobody cares. No. Yeah, it is a bit weird, isn't it? Uh, he's, anyway, he continues. Uh, did the veteran gamers ever subscribe to a video game magazine? And when did they last buy one? I believe oh, wow. Nintendo Power was the last one that I bought because that was way back in the day. I never. I don't think I had a subscription. Wow. to. Maybe I did. No, I think I did, actually. But that was a many, many, many years ago. Many years ago. Chini, ever subscribed to a, a video game magazine? Um, I never subscribed to one, no. No, I, I, I never did that. I did buy them now and again. I, did, I didn't buy them every month or anything or something like that. I just sort of bought them whenever, whenever they come around or when I was little. My mom used to buy like, one for me now and again. Um, yeah, and, and I still... I've kept... Uh, two of them. Um, I kept. I threw. I had a lot, and I threw them all away. But I kept um, a really old Nintendo magazine, and it's got like, well, it's got some old stuff in it, man. Uh, and, and and I kept a '64 magazine. And they did a massive feature on Goldeneye. Ah, um, right. And and it was just on the front, and they did about ten pages on Goldeneye and I was just like mesmerized by it and studied it and, and, and like looked at every picture in detail and, and that's the thing you, you I suppose that you miss with magazines because it's all static and it's all in front of you. You know, I remember lying on the living room floor just looking at them constantly, just thinking, Wow, like, you know, I, I really want to play that one day and, you had and a different and, relationship to the media than what happened. Yeah. Now. But now, you know, I just just type it on YouTube I can I can watch somebody play the whole thing there. Exactly. Yeah, um, so it's it's just things just well, I don't want to sound too old or anything, but like just things wasn't just so available back then, uh, and and the magazine was was a window into um, into like just this world that you loved, you know, this this sort of gaming industry that you loved, and yeah, it's, it was good, and then uh, then the internet happened. I remember when the Super Nintendo was coming out, and Nintendo Power magazine had some article about how what the difference was or one of the differences in 16-bit games versus 8-bit games. And they had, I think it was a Metroid game or something, and it was like showing, they had two screenshots, and they were like, look how the mountains in the front have moved more than the mountains in the back. That's something we couldn't do in 8-bit systems, and that's going to be a sign of things to come. And I was like, oh my god, look, the mountains are moving at different speeds. Ah. It was a big deal back then. It was. Yeah. I mean, it's it's interesting, isn't it? I've I've over the years I've been a big magazine reader, you know, up until very recently, really. Um, and back in the day, it wasn't always video games. I mean, back in the day, I used to go. We used to have this comic shop in Preston that got imported stuff. Oh yeah. To comic shop. What can I get? Back in the day, uh, and I used to get uh, two horror ma- horror magazines called uh, Fangoria, Fangoria and Go. Yeah, and Gore Zone. Uh, and Zone. I used to get both of those. And I, I didn't buy them every week, but, you know, but once, maybe every couple of months, I would, you know, go into town and get uh, see what the latest horror films coming out were because I was a massive, massive horror nut when I was when I was younger. Uh, so I used to do that. And then I was uh, I used to get to- I, I subscribed to Total Film for years because uh, I, obviously I was massively into movies and stuff, so I used to subscribe a lot to Total Film. Uh, and then I cancelled that, and I moved it on to PC Gamer magazine, so I, I subscribed to that for a little bit. Uh, and then I just stopped because it just felt like a waste of money. Well, yeah. So, 
Yeah, so I've got in our attic is just stacked up with magazines. I've got stacks and stacks of them. Thanks. I I have I have the magazine right next right here next to me. Um, for the Goldeneye one. Hold it I up. Have it here. Screen or we don't yeah. believe you. Okay. Yeah, yeah, you've got to put it on screen. We've got to see this. See the evidence. Hang on, hang on. Evidence. Um, it's funny because the Duchess's father got subscriptions to magazines for me and her, and he got her Consumer Reports, and he got me Handyman. But I don't ever fix anything, and she's not as interested in Consumer Reports. So we would actually just she read the Handyman when it came, and I'd read Consumer Reports. It's pretty funny how like he got the gender dynamic totally backwards. Because we're um, there you go. There's there's also <laughs> a game in this uh, magazine. Was that they gave you the code and you just type the code in? No, the, 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 there was a game in this magazine that was featured in the preview that I always wanted to play. I've always wanted to play it. It looks f- fucking shite, um, but there's something about it. Also, Diddy Kong Racing is in this in this magazine, which made me buy Diddy Kong Racing. Um, I love Diddy Kong Racing. And uh, hold on, wait, 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 wait. Um, where's I'm trying to find the game that. I really wanted to play it. But basically, it's called, here it is, Chameleon Twist Ooh. for the Nintendo 64. With a twist. Uh, Chameleon Twist. There it is. And I always wanted to play it. I know it's dog shit. Um, <laughs> and I re- when, I, when I had that eBay, <laughs> when I had that eBay thing uh, about a year ago, and I was buying SNES games and Nintendo 64 games again, I actually bought Chameleon Twist. I actually bought it. Um, however, it all these years, I've wanted to play this. However, yeah. as I put it in, it didn't work, uh, unfortunately. Oh, no. And I, I messaged back to, back to the, the seller and I said, look, I, you know, I, I, I don't want to be awkward or anything, but it doesn't work. Uh, and she said, Tough oh, shit, I'm really I got your money, eat a dick. Yeah, I got your money. She says, you know, I'm really sorry. Like, I, I didn't, you know, it wasn't my intention. I just, it was just sitting there. I never, never played it's it for years okay. and years and years. Talking about yeah. And, and I didn't pay a lot for it, but she did give it me back, bless her. And nice. I, um, Sucker. And she, was, she was like, Great. it's a shame as well. She, she said, it's, it's a shame as well, because I really liked that game. And I was like, oh, ah. uh, sorry, I don't think, uh, idiot. Yeah. Did, did you try blowing on it? Yeah, I did. Um, but it, no, it didn't work. So I, I've, yet, I've yet to to play it. So I'm, I'm, Get an I've always wanted to try it. Just before we do move on to shout-outs and getting the hell out of here and stuff, I just, you know, we're talking about gaming magazines. That, like um, it was yesterday. I know, yeah. I only wanted to mention, right, before I got my Xbox 360, all those years ago, uh, I bought a th- an Xbox 360 magazine, you know, just to see what I would expect to get. You know what I mean? What sort of things would I be able to play on this amazing machine when I get Pac-Man. one? And I know, yeah. Uh, and two games that I always remember, uh, one of which came out and was a bit shit, and the other one never, ever got released. Uh, David Brabant, you know, who makes Elite and stuff. Yes. Well, there was a massive write-up for a game he was developing uh, called The Outsider. Do you remember oh. this? Do you remember this, Chinny? Uh, no, no, no idea. The Outsider. See if, th- see if this sounds like anything that has come out very recently. Uh, the Outsider is a techno thriller, oh, a video game. I know, a video game developed for Microsoft Windows, PS3, and Xbox 360. That is set to feature storylines that change based on the player's actions. 
Uh, it was announced in 2005 that the David Brabham game was being developed by his company Frontier Developments. Uh, the release date had not been officially announced, but during the development, the game was dropped by publishers Codemasters. Uh, the Outsider is set in a crowded city based on present-day Washington, D.C. and its surrounding areas, including CIA headquarters in Langley. Uh, the player controls a CIA intelligence officer by the name of Jameson, who can use various hand-to-hand combat styles and weapons, and the game's opening cinematic depicts a character wrongly becoming a fugitive and leaves the player to decide how to continue. So it sounds familiar at all? Well, it sounds a little bit like it's on, but more for me, it sounds it sounds a bit more like um, the Ubisoft game, Dogs. doesn't it? Yeah, Watch Dogs. Um, Very similar to Watch Dogs. Um, but there you I go. I never just, got made. Just to let you know, uh, I have found two more magazines that are very old, and I remember why, I remember why oh I kept God. them now. Um, one is the official Nintendo magazine, which was released, uh, it's issue 54, uh, released March... Uh, 1997. So I was uh, two years old. Uh, I, I was I was 11 at that time, coming 12. And uh, yes, this is this is the first Nintendo magazine that features the Nintendo 64. Wow. So this wow. Is, this is the magazine where it goes about that. So this is like that's why I kept it because it's it's. Uh, it's the first magazine to feature Nintendo 64, and it also has a review of um, Super Mario 64. And this is another magazine that I obsessed over, going, oh my god, a massive, massive review of Super Mario 64, and also Turok. And I didn't really think these things had much of an influence on me, but guess which were two games that I bought straight away? On my Nintendo 64. Uh, Super Mario. Yes. And then the oldest magazine that I have. And I I realise I'm taking... I've got to say, Chinny, that is in very good condition for such an old magazine. Yeah, yeah. They're stuck together. But this one, this one is even better. It's not a porn mag. This one is even better. (laughs) And this is older, right? This is Total Magazine. uh, Total Nintendo uh, Magazine. And this was uh, January 1994. And on the front cover, uh, we have Aladdin, which is a classic Super Nintendo game. Very good, highly rated uh, uh, franchise game, Aladdin. It was a 2D scroll. It was very good. And, um, well, the, the, the games in this one are, well, there's an advert for Super Bomberman 2. Again, another game that I bought. I think these magazines had a massive influence on me. Um, Aladdin, which I didn't buy, but was very good. I remember playing it on the Mega Drive. Uh Turtles Tournament Fighters is one in here. Young Merlin is a game. Um, and they, they even got an interview, sorry, a, a review of uh, Game Boy games in here. Dude. So Dude. what would be interesting? I don't know what you think. There's a, yeah, there's a Game Boy game called uh, Teenage Mutant Hero Turtles 3. And uh, that's the review of that. Uh, yeah, Felix the Cat, the Game Boy game. And it's all sort of monochrome, no colours. Uh, in the in the pictures, Cliffhanger, the game on the Game Boy. Wow! Uh, yes, I remember that last action hero on the Game Boy. Um, yes. Wow! All the also, so they just put out crappy games for every movie that came out. Yes, it's almost. Uh, I don't know what you. Th- I've just come up with an idea. I don't know what you think. Maybe this is what oh, down, no. the, down the road. What if I did a podcast, sort of going through the magazine, featuring the music from the game, and explaining what it happened, and maybe that would be a good thing. Could be. Fun. 
That would be cool. That would be good. It's like a little toy. One kind of cool. Uh, and Enter the Dragon, the Bruce Lee game. Wow. He's also on here. So... There you go. Wow. Uh, trip down memory lane. I tell you, it's, it's, it's really weird, isn't it, when you look back at, at sort of all, you know, and, and, you know, we all think, you know, when we had like the alien scandal, you know, where they were showing, you know, gameplay that looked nothing like the finished product. Well, a lot of these magazines did that sort of stuff because the, one of the adverts, I remember, was for Jericho. Remember the Clive Barker yeah. game? Yeah, I remember that. And it was... Uh, it was like a skeleton in chainmail, and it looked incredible. And I'm like, "Wow, look at the state of this!" And I was like, "That's nothing to do with the game. That's just some pre-rendered CGI photograph." Yeah. Do you know what I mean? And it's like, it's not, it's nothing new, man. This stuff's been going on even in magazines, yeah, you know, for yes, years. It has. Yes, it has. So, yeah. It's all a bunch of PR. So, there you go. It's all a bunch of PR shit. Uh, well, that was it, by the way. That was uh, that was it. Uh, that was a good conversation point about magazines and yeah. stuff. Yeah, so, uh, anyway, he did sign off. He said, "Here's the show 400. Cheers, Derek." Hey, Derek. So there you go. So, I think you're very you. loyal with that, and we appreciate it. Gets us going in some good discussions. More should write does, in so. veteran game podcast at yeah. veterangamers.co.uk. Send in it. Speak. It is. It is that easy. It is that easy. That's all you got to do. Do what Duke said. Yeah. Bring. Send us the email us a topic. Something like that. Yeah. 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 yeah that'd be cool. Yeah, that'd be cool. Yeah, we don't have anything to oh, talk yeah. about, so. Yeah, we never have anything to talk about. We I remember always get one of the criticisms. Stuff, I remember so. when we went to have a meal with you in Chester, and and Kay said, "What do you talk about every week? Surely you've run out of things to talk about." If only we never. I remember saying something like, "Well, it's like I don't know Coronation Street or something like that." Like you, you just. For me, when I watch Coronation Street, it's like, well, this is the same shit. Someone dies, someone gets run over, I don't know. Someone, they just go in a pub and drink beer. It's the same thing. Like, football is a better example as well because it's the same pitch. It looks exactly the same. Yep. They're just fancier graphics and replays now. And you're like, what do you have to talk about? But, it, you know, when you're in it, there's, there's all sorts of drama and, and yeah. shenanigans that go on. Okay. Uh, we have got one more one more email. Antonio just remind me. Actually, Good. I forgot. I nearly forgot. Little Antonio. Oh. Uh, but yes, we have got another e- an email from Antonio, and he says this: uh, "Thank yous and video game development." So he says, uh, "Good day, good evening, and hello all." Here, wait, what play it here. Hang on. Oh, there you go. Uh, hello all. Uh, he <laughs> carries on. Uh, first of all, thank you very much for having me on your episode 300. It was great to have you, except when you quit out of nowhere for no reason, and then you decided you were going to take 20 minutes to come back. And uh, that was true. Nah. That's not good. And I'm guessing, and I'm guessing that I got cut off by my brilliant phone service. Stu edited that out. No, no, I didn't. he did not edit uh, anymore. No, I did. I didn't edit anything out of it. Uh, I come today posing a question. Could have, but he doesn't. Yeah, what makes a video game fun or worth your time? Look, Undertale, man, that's all I'm saying, Tale. one word. <laughs> so, yeah, what, what, makes, makes, a what makes a game video fun? I think wow. it has to have mechanics that are enjoyable along the way and a good story. Because obviously Rust doesn't have any story at all, but the mechanics are so fun to me that, you know, I don't mind. I, I don't think it's even, for me, I think it can be stripped back even more than that. Um, I feel like if 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 I hold the controller or the keyboard and mouse or whatever, and I feel like I can sort of translate what I want to do well onto the game, you know, that's good gameplay. And I think 
if it feels good, you know, and it feels, you know, it, and if it's fun to go around and what they give you to do in the game is fun in terms of like, oh, this is challenging or this is, uh, this is funny or this is rewarding, then, um, that, that for me is, that's, that's what makes a good game. Just think like examples like Rocket League. I feel like I can. Well, it's about Rocket League these days. It's always about Rocket League. And then you, you bring it over to a game like GTA. It feels great when you play it. And it's fun to do the things you do. And interaction is also fun. It rewards you in certain ways. So those things for me. And, and, and story, but a great story in a video game is very hard to come by. Uh, when you look at percentages, you know, there are great stories out there. Um, but they're, they're few and far between. So I think good gameplay is what I look for in a video game. Yeah, I'm, you see, I'm the opposite. I must admit, I'm, I'm almost exclusively story to an extent. You know, and that's not always the case, but I find these days I want less and less difficulty in games. And I know that sounds weird because a lot of gamers like, it's all about the challenge. It's all about well, not, the not everybody. You know, that's why games like, um, you know, uh, Dear Esther exists, you know. Yeah, no, to an extent. I mean, don't get me wrong. I like, a, li- a, a you know, a modicum of challenge, but I also want to feel like a badass. You know, I don't want to feel like I've got to do the same thing 30 times because I suck at the game. And it's also you a know? matter of different things we want at different times, you know. Uh, today you might want something that's challenging. Tomorrow you might want something that's just story. Yeah. I mean, part of the, you know, weirdly, part of the reason I've not gone, gone back to finish Wolfenstein is because the last section of that game, I got killed that many times and died that often that I'm just like, I think about it and think, yeah, I'm on the last level. I should go back and finish that. But then I also find myself thinking, but it's going to be incredibly hard. I'm going to die a lot and probably get a bit angry about it. Do you know what I mean? I know what you mean. I've been there, dude. I know what that's like, man. Yeah. So I want to do it. I want to get it finished because I know I've probably only got about an hour of the game left, if that. But then on the flip side, I don't want to feel frustrated because I can't finish it. And it's weird when that puts you off playing the game, isn't it, really? Because that's putting me off going back and doing it. Sure. Yeah, it is. It's an odd I th- scenario. I think if if a game for me going back to sort of like what you know what makes it if if a game you play it and time drifts away yeah and you realise that four hours has gone by sure that that's pretty much a good game yeah I mean I mean a good example of that for me is obviously Life is Strange this year yeah because there's very little challenge in that game there is nothing there's nothing really combat wise at all hardly you know there is some actiony stuff but not very much and it really is exclusively story driven yeah and and the choice and i think there's a lot more games now that are all about the choices you make in the game and that's your main game mechanic as opposed to shooting stuff Sorry, uh, and I'm, uh, I'll, I'll be got took over by Dubai Radio there. <laughs> no, no, that's that's part of the mix. I think how to like it. Sure is. There you go. Hang on. Yeah. And I'm sad that Duke hasn't given this a go I'm, yet because I think you would really. Well, you enjoy said that it. about Undertale. No, this no this. I, I'm pretty sure so you, you were would enjoy wrong it. about Undertale. I know, but I would I would have been uncertain about Undertale if I'm being honest. You should have <laughs> said Duke's gonna hate this. 
<laughs> it probably is. Um, but no, Life is Strange. And the final episode's out on Tuesday, so I'm very excited to, to finish this. So, yeah. Uh, so... But but life is strange, yeah. And I'm um, I'm with Antonio on this. It, it is my, you know, if it ends as good as it's led up to the ending, it's definitely going to be probably my game of the year over Witcher three. Damn, I would have said. that's hard. Damn. Uh, but yeah, I think that's what that's what makes games fun for me is an engrossing story where I feel that I'm in charge of what's going on to an extent. Yeah. So what did you say about? And I, um, I don't like. Life is Strange or Witcher Three? Have you made a decision on which one's pipping the post for you? No, because obviously, no, because obviously, it all depends on how the final episode of Life is Strange okay, comes out. Fair enough, fair enough. Yeah, it all depends, but I've I've got high expectations, and that's a bad place to be. That is a bad place to be, but that's nothing new. Yeah, that's because, nothing new. You yeah. No, but I know. Your hopes up, as Homer. I know, but I, you know, I'm I'm readying myself to be disappointed. You know, but I hope if it can finish as strongly as it's led up to the finale, it's, it's got to be good, man. It's got to be. You know? Well, so I'm just keeping fingers crossed. I am. I am. So, yeah, I'm, I'm going to be playing. And, I, and I've been really enjoying Game of Thrones. You know, I think those types of games now are really my wheelhouse. Well, it's focused entirely on story, isn't it? Yeah. Gone are the yeah, days where you jumped even, on Gears of the War multiplayer, you? Yeah. I know. Yeah. Even, even Outlast. You know, like I, I like a good horror game, but again, Outlast didn't really have loads of challenges. It was all about running away and hiding and stuff. Yep. You know, so it wasn't about combat. It wasn't about fighting anything. It was about surviving, and I, I like that kind of game as well. There's a question for you. You know how? Yeah. So we're we're getting older. Um, yeah, we are. We're definitely doing and, and that. There are certainly gamers older than us and stuff. But do you, do you think there will be a market? Um, for games that are for people in their 60s, 70s, even 80s. When we, because um, we're we're used to the video games now, you know, we're we're used to the language. Do you think in 30, 40 years time they'll be making games where you basically just walk four miles and then you get all the story or something? I don't know, uh, but like, it, oh, we've got that now. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's true. Um, yeah. you know, like games that are catered to us, and I'm not talking about the Wii and stuff. I'm talking about you know, games that I suppose would be critically acclaimed, but also aimed at, hey, maybe if you're 60 or 70, you could play this. Yeah, do you know what, though? I think we're kind of got to that sort of point now. I think there are a lot of games. Do you know what what hasn't come out? No, we don't. We don't. But, you know, like The Vanishing of Ethan Carter and all those types of games, Gone Home... You know, anybody of any age could play those games. Quite simply, you know, you wouldn't you wouldn't have to have any skill level at all to play those. And it, even stuff like the, you know, The Walking Dead and Game of Thrones and you know uh, the sort of uh, Tales from the Borderlands. Those again, those types of games. And Life is Strange. You don't have to have a lot of skill to play those games. Any anybody of any age, you know, if you were vaguely interested, could play those. Mm. But I don't. I don't think they're necessarily aimed at an, uh, a more mature audience. Well, they are and they aren't, I suppose. I mean, you, you, you're probably your, your 13, 14-year-olds aren't going to be interested in, in Life is Strange or... Yeah, there's you probably know, not the many kids at school talking about those games. There are some much more yeah. mature young yeah. people and there are some less mature young people. Yeah. Yeah, so... Um, yeah, that's that's... I think that I think those games are there, but I don't think they're necessarily marketed to those people as of yet. But 
you know, our generation that will be that age, I guess, will be looking at those types of games, maybe. Um, SDH38 said, Life is Strange is my game of the year. When's the final part coming out? The 20th of October, which is Right around the corner, yo. So there you go. So that's when it's coming out, as far as I'm aware. And I know it's coming out because every time the new episode has come out, about a week before, they do an update on the PS4. So there's like a game update. Because the first time it happened, it was like, oh, it must be out. It must be out. Oh, it's not. So they must right. prepare the game ready for the ready for yeah, the yeah, next yeah. episode. So, yeah. yeah, getting ready. So that it's definitely coming Tuesday as far as People I'm aware. get I'm ready. Game's yeah. coming out. So, yeah, so I'm I'm very excited. I'm, oh, God, I can't wait to play it. So it's got to be good. It's going to be good. Um, yeah, that being said, uh, there is more email. We better read the rest oh of his email. Uh, I know, I know. Uh, he's asking since at college one of in fact the only one only bit i'm enjoying things i'm doing is video game development and i'm currently working on concept art however i thought that i thought i'd like to ask more people than just my peers this question to get a bigger range of answers uh for a quick bit of what i've been playing i've been trying to climb higher in the rank mode of rocket league okay. uh, some smash brothers on the 3ds as well as metal gear 3 hd uh, thank you, as always, chaps, for your weekly podcast, which keeps me entertained as I travel. And hopefully, I may return to your show soon with, hopefully, no cutouts this time. Cheers! And he will be returning soon, because I have agreed uh, that we will do a, a Life is Strange spoiler cast. Oh. So that's so Antonio and I, and maybe Duke, if he gets his finger maybe. out, uh, uh, can possibly do a Life is Strange spoiler cast, because I think that will be a very interesting yeah, one that, to talk about. That's got the Undertale one you're going to do with Amras? Yeah, I've got that to do as well. Stay tuned. So, Duke, Duke, get your finger out, man, and then we can do some Life is Strange spoiler show. Here, wait, let me play this thing in response to that. Uh, Yeah. Yeah, I guess you're right. Who cares? Yeah, it's true. It's true. Um, Yep, so that's kind of it, I think. So we need to do some shout-outs and get the hell out of here. So thank you, Antonio, for your email. Uh, So... Duke, over to you first for your shout. Yes, I would like to shout out this uh, crew of people who's always hanging out with us. I would like to thank Amras for the Undertale, even though it sucks. I do appreciate the gift, and uh, I'm sorry I didn't like it more, but I'm not that sorry. Um, I will shout out Jason Galahar and Step J and Fumu for the uh, Twitter tweets. They've been sending me some stuff on Twitter, and I appreciate that. (laughs) Hit it! Um, I will shout out everyone who joined me for the live tweeting of the Democratic debate that happened last week. That was fun. And, um, yeah, Filthy is uh, getting virtual pizza back up and running, I guess. So, yay. And I will shout out you two guys because we've been together for 300-plus episodes now. And it's been awesome, and I really do enjoy this every weekend. And, uh, yeah, thanks to everyone who listens. Booyah! Uh, well, I'm, I'm, and I don't know whether I did this, this, this last week. I'm sure we probably did, uh, between us at some point. But yeah, I mean, uh, just a massive thank to everybody who's listened over the last 300 odd episodes. You know what I mean? And however many shows we've done, and you know, like the guy on Twitter who's like, I've listened for, you know, from the very first episode you did, which is just crazy. Do you know what I mean? So you know, just a big, you know. Thanks very much, I guess, and big up to everybody who's supported and stuck with us over all these years that we've been doing this thing together. And, you know, big like... Thank you. And like, I mean, and like you said, you know, Duke, a big, big sort of shout out to you two guys for putting up with all my rambling and shit every oh, yeah. week. 
We can take uh, the piss out. It was fine. Exactly. And 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 Chini for keeping me in line. You yeah. know what I mean? That's my job. Just saying. That's my job. TV shows works. There you go. Exactly. Uh, Chini, over to you. Uh, I would like to shout out um, uh, Robert Zemeckis for making one of the uh, best films ever made, uh, which is Back to the Future. Uh, How do you do it? By the way, are you doing a special cinema show? Oh, my this? God. Is it, is it, oh, my God. Oh, wait. You're, you're taking the piss, right? This is like... A- no, I didn't know whether they were. I'm, I'm assuming they are. Do you, do you understand? I just I said that I'm doing that at the start of the show. Did you? Have you got Jesus, Jesus Christ, shoot. Can you please I was pay too busy attention? In. You were too busy shouting at me about my DeLorean thing. It was before thing. that. No, it was after that. It was that. part what of the that? thing. You, it was after your, that, man. Your memory. Was, I was too busy being shouted at about DeLorean TV show. people with shit memories. Do you think about that? <laughs> Fucking hell. Who said hey, that? there's a red mouse <laughs> underneath this cup. Where's the red mouse? Oh, my God, it's a red mouse. So, What's a cup? So just to double check. <laughs> Just to double check, I'm guessing you're doing this thing, but is it a back-to-back trilogy thing? Yes, then, it's, it's all three films, uh, back-to-back. Wow. Being shown at the cinemas. What time does it start? Six o'clock. Hey, what, what, uh, Chini, let me ask you this. Has the Back to the Future community decided what it's going to shout when the kid starts gesturing to his crotch at the end of Back to the Future 3? Uh, no. No, it is a very odd moment. Hey, guys, are we all going to yell at the screen? I got to pee. You know, you know the, um, the sort of story behind that? What, what, what allegedly... It's about. Do you know why that? Remember hearing that he had to pee and he was pointing his crotch. He was pointing before he does the pointing to the crotch. uh, For people that don't know, in Back to the Future, sorry, at the very end, spoilers, where Doc comes back on a time machine train, which is arguably one of the most dumbest things they ever did in the trilogy. Um, He he comes back and he's got a a, a wife and uh, and two sons, Jules and Vern, and one of the sons gets uh, Jules Vern. Get it. Get, we get very, it. Very, in, very upset in the background while while the scene is taking place. A very nice scene, and uh, he, he he gestures for somebody to come over, and then points to his penis. Um, and pretty much, yeah, it, it, it's Bam. it's alleged that it's alleged that he he was pointing to his mom, and he was asking for his mom to come over because he needs to wee. Um, but it might, for some reason, like the editor just didn't see it. And it made it in, or maybe it was the only good take they had uh, of that shot. But like, yeah, the editor didn't see it, and it made it in, and it's a very infamous thing. And another thing with Michael J. Fox as well, there's a there's a there's a scene in Team Wolf where it looks like someone's got their penis out right at the end. Really? Uh, yes, it does. It. <laughs> My favorite thing is uh, Eugene Merman pointed out when Teen Wolf, when the guy goes, uh, he's about to tell his friend the the secret about what's going on, and he's like, "Hey, man, I got to tell you something." And his friend goes, "Oh man, you're not going to tell me you're a fag, are you?" And he's like, "No, no, 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 no. don't worry, yeah, because that's the scary thing." Oh, no, 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 I'm not gay. I'm a magical creature that eats babies. Don't worry, it's not that I'm gay. Um, it's some sorry, I was a bit distracted there. Something happened Sounds to the stream. Got by cut the off way. or something. Yeah, well, that's why I was. That's why I was sorry. I didn't. I didn't acknowledge the end of your joke there because I was a bit like it said the the show was oh, finished. Okay. And I just, stuff. I think Chinny got knocked I off don't know. somehow. I know that's weird. This minute is he not even blinked, on the call? Oh, he's wait a minute. Well, he's trying to bring him back in. Maybe. Uh-oh. Yeah, it is. Technical difficulties, people. Was... Please stand by because I know this will be in the podcast. Even. Well, he definitely will. <laughs> yeah, that, yeah. So yeah, that was a bit will. weird. Like you have no power over it. I think I think it. something's happened to Chini's internet. Yeah, something 
because because he's gone off completely. I mean, the the stream's offline and Fortunately, everything. Fortunately, we finished the show, so there's really you know we did. So I guess we well, should we just do, do some sort. Of, yeah, we need to do some goodbye. So we'll say goodbye thanks for Chini because he was here a minute ago. Uh, thanks for listening, and uh, we'll see you next I'm week. I'm not going to get interrupted by stupid sound effects. Like this podcast, there is another site you should check out, which is called VGHub.net. And on there, you find a bunch of links to other video game podcasts, similar in vain to ours, delivered somehow of sound effects. Some talk about some might say that. No, no one says that. And of course, you have links to you know great forums. We don't have any other friends. So check it out. VGHub.net it is a great starting point for your podcast discovery. Yeah, I'll, I've just let the listeners know that Ginny died anyway, so we don't know what, what happened, happened to. <laughs> what happened? <laughs> we don't know what happened. He just hey, disappeared. What happened? It was a one second and then, yeah, someone dropped shorts, but it's official. Next week we have a guest host, Zombie Chini. Zombie Chini. <laughs> that was weird, weren't it? He just disappeared. It was like, a, well, it, the, the first I noticed was when the, the stream went offline. I was like, oh, what's going on there? And then the next thing, there was no Chini. Yes, anymore. that is what happens when an internet glitch happens. <laughs> Man, love song. it's go. so weird because it's not the type of song I normally get into, but I don't know. It's just very well made. So. There's a little, that game is very well right made. Here. I keep telling you this. I keep telling yeah, you. Man. I, know. I think get it played, man, for freak set. They're not that long, actually. Each episode's only about two hours, three hours. Telltale type games are. Yeah, they're, they're about the same. It's about the same length of episodes as Telltale. And don't get me wrong, right? Before you, before you play it. I need to prepare no, you because you really there's, some, don't, Stuart. there's some dialogue that's not the best in the world, right? So you're just going to have to sort that's of, you okay. know, take it on the yes, chin a little bit. You know, give it give it allowances. Give it some little allowances. <laughs> yes, okay. <laughs> okay. All right, okay. well, have a good night. Right. I will, and thank you as always, and thank you to all the listeners, and I guess we'll go without Chinny.